Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. We give you all the glory. We give you all the glory. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. We bless you. Thank you, Father. We bless you. Thank you, Father. We bless you. We give you praise and the glory. Thank you, Lord Jesus. 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 We give you praise and the glory. Thank you, Lord Jesus. We give you praise and the glory. Thank you, Father. 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 Thank you, Father, for your grace and your glory. Thank you, Lord, for your mercy. Thank you, Lord, for your mercy.
Thank you, Father. We bless you. We give you all the praise. Thank you, Lord. God bless you. God bless you for joining. Once you join, then you share. Just share the link to all those people that you know that have the calling of God upon their lives, that need to understand the matters of the spirit realm and the prophetic. Just keep sharing to them. Just keep sharing to them. Thank you, Father. We bless you. We give you all the praise and the glory. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Keep sharing, keep sharing, keep sharing. My God. Keep sharing, keep sharing, keep sharing. Keep sharing. My God, my God. My God. My God, thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Just keep sharing, keep sharing. Keep sharing. My God, we bless you, Father, we give you praise. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. We bless you. We bless you, Lord. We give you praise. We give you praise. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. 
Bada 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 basha bala bada bada Keep sharing, just bring the people on board. Let's start. Keep sharing, keep sharing. Lord Jesus, we exalt you. We give you praise. We give you praise. We give you praise. We give you praise and the glory. Oh Father, we thank you. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Mm. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Bada bada brada bada bashata daba kusai. My God, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Zabada bada 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 God bless you. God bless you all for joining. Once you join, then you share. Once you join, then you share. Once you join, then you share. All right. All right. All right. Father, we exalt you. We give you all the praise and the glory. Valadabashandebe. We give you praise, we give you glory, we give you praise, we give you glory. Shalabatu Spire. Bondondo Bron Bodobo. Yidi Gidi Gabada Bada Bada Batas. Apan Palata Basha. Apalapata da Bekon Tabadabam. Apan Tabada Kapanta da Bekapanta da Bekon Talebesha. Apan Balakapabalabakapai. Hippalabakapartalaba. Palabalabalabashabalabalaba. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Shilebegedin tedebekapa. Shababada bagabai. Father, we bless you. We, we exalt you. We exalt you. We exalt you. We exalt you. Wherever you are, just lift up your voice and begin to bless the name of the Lord. Within a few minutes, we are zooming straight into questions and answers about the deep matters of the realm of the Spirit. And the prophetic. Vedebe kapata bakata. Shalatum bredege deves. Zebedebe gababa. Zabradabadaba. Zobodo gumvelini atus. Shilimi rabria kataya. Shanta dabagaban tobadaba. Zilobo shelebekun tobadaba. My God. My God. Apata pata pata pa Shadabran debegadeben Todebelebekapai Shapalabagabalabagabalab 
Just lift up your voice wherever you are and begin to bless the name of the Lord. Let's exalt the Lord. Let's honor His holy name. Lift up your voice. Lift up your voice. Lift up your voice and bless the name of the Lord. Father, we exalt you for your grace and your mercies that are abundant in our lives. May your name alone be glorified. May your name alone be praised. He should be attacked. Many were the arrows of the enemy that were shot against us. But your grace and your mercy has saved us from all the traps of the enemy. What therefore shall we render unto the Lord for all his benefits towards us? We shall lift the cup of his salvation and call upon the name of the Lord. We exalt you, we exalt you, King of kings and the Lord of lords. Be thou exalted, O Lord, be thou exalted. Oh, this evening your people have gathered before you, not before any man, to give you praise, to give you glory. Vilobo Shabagabagabai, Pantenten Kudomonti, Zumini Ataya, Shovedes, Gridadada, Ligedo, Molontus. Ikuntu baladada tasule bekapa. Yes, 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 Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Somebody will be so blessed tonight. The grace of the Lord will be strong upon somebody tonight. The eyes of somebody is about to be opened. For the Lord has spoken. And it is your time of glorification. Within two minutes, we are going to quickly zoom into whatever God has for us tonight. Just keep sharing. If you have not shared, kindly do the sharing for us so that other people can also be blessed. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. Shantebede kuntobobo Zividivi gabala Tumbeleke shondebedebe Au asafaura de omadawase enanaji Yibia no kase enumunawinina enka wasafura didin Enema bibri nabon sam shashaditia yeyi Bibri oha sun sun mumpu yini enisi ibihu nansu wasafura de this evening, O Lord, receive your glory. Within a minute, we are zooming into what God has for us. Within a minute, my God, Father, we bless you. Shubada, Thank you, Lord. <coughs> yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. We exalt you, Father. We exalt you, Father. We exalt you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. Lord, be exalted. Be thou exalted. Be praised forever. Oh, Jesus. Lord Jesus, we exalt you. 
All right, all right, all right. We are praying. Father, we exalt you. We give you all the praise. We bless your holy name for tonight. It is yet another moment that your people have gathered under your feet, O Master of the universe. We ask that you show us mercy and grace in the name of Jesus. For we are nothing without you. We can't do anything without you. For by reason of this, the scripture said, Man can do nothing except it is given unto him from above. James said the other time, All good and perfect gifts cometh from above. It is from the Father of light, in whom there is no shadow of turning. We have come before you, O Lord. Let the grace and the abundant mercies be released upon our lives in the name of Jesus. If there is any way, Lord, we have claimed that which we have to be from our own might, be merciful unto us, O God, and show us grace in the name of Jesus. Tonight, let the realms of the heavens be opened. Let the books of knowledge and the books of wisdom, the books of understanding and revelation be opened unto us. Cause our eyes to be enlightened that we will leave this place with the Spirit of the Lord mightily upon us for the work of the ministry, that your name alone will be glorified, even in Jesus' precious mighty name. Amen. All right, all right, all right. Somebody's life is about to be turned around for the glory of God. Somebody's life is about to be turned around for the glory of God. Whatever you have been waiting for, this is your season. This is your time. The gracious Lord will have mercy on you and open the doors of heaven unto you. And you shall walk in the glory of God. In Jesus' precious mighty name. Amen. All right. All right. All right. All right. Okay. I want to welcome all of you to tonight's session of the prophetic training. It is a moment of questions and answers about the prophetic ministry and the spirit realm at large. And I want to avail myself by the special grace of God for the Lord to use me to be a blessing to somebody's life. I said the other time that there are many things our fathers have not told us. And I was being commanded by the Lord to share some of my experiences in, in the prophetic ministry with some of you. Um, it has been the grace and the mercies of God that have come this far. And I don't want any of us to also remain, um, let me say, block-headed about what entails in the realm of the spirit and in the realm of the prophetic. So... Um, when God spoke to me, Paul said that when the Lord spoke, immediately I conferred not with flesh and blood. So the Lord has spoken and I want to be a blessing to the body of Christ with a little knowledge that the Lord has given me. All right. All right. Okay. So um, I'm losing my, bit, my voice a bit. So I'm not going to um, be shouting, but um, I believe you cannot hear me. I believe you cannot hear me. Good, good, good. All right, this actually is a moment of training. It's not um, prayer. So 
you have to understand please one of the things i want us to know is that emma bibi and she also there is a big opportunity and a great platform for you to bring out every question that you have about the spirit realm and the prophetic ministry i know many of you you have a lot of questions don't take it back home please i beg you it might be that all this while certain things you are trying to understand that still the understanding has not been coming it might be that tonight is the moment of your understanding so please i beg all of us once you have any question um, you call in then you ask your question and by the special grace of god i will i will give the answer as the holy ghost gives me the utterance all right all right god bless you all for tonight god bless you all for tonight okay so first of all um we bless god 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 i don't want all of us to be you know there are many people experiencing things they don't even understand and because of that they are doing what is not expected of them to do can you hear me now all right all right all right all right amazing good so please don't be among those um who just hear of the call of god and they jump from one place to the other um i want you to get understanding gain knowledge and wisdom about what god has called you to do we are not just to come and go to churches and be mentioning the names of people and telephone them that is not the prophetic many of you that's what you think the prophetic is all about if you are mentioning names and telephone what will you do to god is this the work that god said we should come and do mentioning names and telephone numbers no there is something deeper that we all need to understand we have been watching some of the fathers prophesying mentioning telephone numbers those things are not wrong it is part of the prophetic work but that is not prophecy so don't be moved by those things to the extent that all that you want to is to mention somebody's name if if that is what is moving you in the prophetic you don't even have the heart of jesus because ministry actually is the heart of jesus so people will be doing the telephone number then we will say ah oracle of god and the people will be shouting my my god the oracle eagle the eagle one the chief this 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 you see it's actually a waste of time there is nothing like that in zion in heaven so please yente usunsumu nyumanase edina yesu pese odeshe yensa yenye because if you don't have the souls of people at your heart you think mentioning the names of the people and telephone numbers is what prophetic is all about and when jesus looks into your heart and sees that that is your definition for the prophetic you will pray for anointing and it will not be coming because engosrana obo mpaya ajina onti di ehun adwuma na se onti ase that is why if you understand the prophetic ministry from your heart you don't pray for long to receive oil god knows say oti oti yesu akoma and you are working with so surely the oil will be released to you that many of you the reason why you are fasting and praying is that your eyes will be open you start mentioning people's names this one fetish priest can do that 
there is something about the prophetic that those people can't do. That is what your heart needs to run after. And on the train was running So you see young people walking in higher dimension of the prophetic. There's a certain knowledge and understanding they have that you might not be getting. Go to them and learn. Go to them and learn. Let's understand these things. And my mama, don't let us be moved by what people celebrate. Because nowadays, when the prophet is prophesying and he's telling deeper things about a person's life, what God is about to do, people don't clap. Because they themselves, they don't even know what the prophet is, what God is about to do in somebody's life. Because the person that the prophet is prophesying to actually doesn't even know that God said three years by this time, this is what he's going to do. You just say, okay, amen. But once you begin to mention the person's name and telephone numbers, people will start clapping, thinking that is prophecy, but that is not. You see, our attention and um, understanding have been shifted to things that are not relevant, even in the prophetic. So you can see a, a prophet who can call somebody, mention the name, telephone numbers, the father's name, the mother's name, house number, and all that. After mentioning all those things, you say, sit down. He has not prophesied to the person. This is not prophecy. There is a word of knowledge. And when when his eyes are opened into the spirit realm, he can mention your name. There is something that prophets have that is bigger than mentioning names and telephone numbers. And that is what our focus should be on and pray. There are many people in bondage. There are many people that the devil has locked their lives that God will open it up to a prophet and give him the power to break the person loose from it. That is not our focus now. We are thinking of mentioning that person's name. Meanwhile, he is in a bondage that God wants you to set the person free. So you see where we, where we have missed this whole thing? God does not reveal names and telephone numbers of people for fun. It is for a reason. Let's go after the heart of Jesus. And then the heart of Jesus is actually for souls, for souls, for souls. Let's go after the heart of Jesus and whatever we need in this kingdom will be released for us. All right. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. Okay. So um, you have a question. You can call in right now. You have a question. You can just type, I have a question. Then you call in right now and ask your question. God bless you. Okay, Vena. Vena said, I have a question, please. Okay, you can call in and ask your question. Vena, you can call in and ask your question. Vena, you can call in with calling two, calling three. Not necessarily the one because somebody's trying to use the one but I want to um, pick up the first one that asked the said I have a question so Vena I'm waiting for you he said it's not working have you tried the second one calling to calling to try any of those and let's see
is it still not working oh okay okay i'm seeing it now okay all right vena okay okay hello yeah, daddy. god bless you you can ask your question yeah daddy please i wanted to okay daddy i wanted to ask a question mm-hmm. um i've been having some experience for some time okay. and it happened yesterday mm-hmm. too um, sometimes when I'm there, something just happens, and it happens within seconds and sometimes within a minute. Okay. And then there is this strong feeling. I know what happened, and um, I know this thing has happened before, as I've been in this okay. before. And then for that second or that within that minute, everything that happens looks as if it has happened before. before. Okay. I don't know the kind of experience this. Okay. Is. All right. All right. All right. That's a good question. That's a good question. Now, <clears throat> there are many of you that have actually experienced this. Like that couple of you that have been experiencing something like that. You know, in other um, places, it is called déjà vu. Déjà vu. It speaks of coming to a point where um, what you are seeing looks like something you have already seen before. Sometimes you go to a place and it looks like you have been here before. Sometimes some, some things are trying to happen. You let me like, no. It looks like some, some, this thing, I've seen this somewhere before. All right. Many people actually um, say this is a, a wrong thing, but it is not. It is not. The first thing is, sometimes some of these things do happen when you have had a dream that you did not really pay attention to or you forgot when you woke up. And the dream manifested in the natural and then the knowledge of the dream was now brought to you and it looks like wow it looks like I've seen this thing before most of the times it is a dream most of the times it is a dream that you saw that you woke up never remembering it that manifested in the natural for you to actually get that it has been happening to many people many people many people have been experiencing this it is not wrong it is not wrong it is not wrong so you have to understand that most of the time it is a dream most of the time it is a dream you you woke up from and you forgot and it later manifested so so it's a lot of people that are experiencing this a lot of people have been experiencing this it is also even a sign um for god to also speak something to you about you knowing something before it happens it is also a sign for god to let you know that you can know something before it happens you know there is a a negative dimension of this one too that the enemy uses but most people like it is a natural occurrence most people go through this mostly whether believers or unbelievers a lot of people experience this yeah and most of the times about 95 percent of those times it is actually a dream that you forgot or, and was now brought to your your knowledge once the thing started happening it has happened to me several times it keeps happening it is not a wrong phenomenon so don't be moved just that when you sleep when you wake up make sure you recall your dream before you get away from the bed else if the thing was a negative thing it would have happened make sure you get all your dream and pray for interpretation before you get off the bed all right so vena that is it okay somebody also said i have a question somebody also said i have a question 
um, Mr. Pepra, Mr. Pepra, you can call him. Mr. Pepra, GH, you can call him. Please, please, if I say call in, then you call him. Because if you are all calling in at once, it will occupy all the calling positions. And when some other, others are trying to, because I want to do it one by one. I want to do it one by one. So please, I beg you. Mm -hmm. If you are calling in and I've not called you to call in, kindly disconnect it for us so that. All right. Hello, Papa. Right. Hello, Sofo. God bless you. God bless you. You can ask your question. God bless you too. God bless you. Yes. I actually, I have two questions. Okay. Okay. Um, the first question and this experience I usually have when I'm praying. Okay. And uh, um, it's not a deja vu. This is actually sometimes a place I've been. Let, let's say, for example, um, some time ago I, I was in Tanzania. This is like four years okay. ago. And sometimes I'm praying quickly. It's like I go to that place like in a flash and I'm back. You know, like a street that I know. And all of a sudden it's like I'm on the street and I'm back. For example, today I, I was praying in the morning. And then there is a friend of mine I visited only once. She she stays somewhere in Bekwai, the Bekwai Asante, Bekwai area. And uh, I mean, I have no thought of her or anything. Okay. And this morning, all I was, when I was praying, all of a sudden, I was on the streets leading to her house. And it's like, it's like, it's like a flash. Like quickly, I, I know I'm there and back, sure. you know. And then I asked her, how is her father doing? And she said her father is okay. ill. That was this morning. Like the moment I felt that I texted her, and I don't understand if it's also some of yeah. the one of the uh, prophetic sensing or can I? I don't know. But it's like I'm there at the okay. place, some a place I have gone exactly. before. Uh -huh. So that's happened to me about six okay. times. There was a time I, it's like I was in uh, BBNE. There was a time I was like in Dansoma and like something like that. So this is my my first All question. Right. All right. Yes. All right. And then the second question, I don't know if you answer before I give the second okay, question, or maybe, ask, maybe yeah, I can ask, add, yeah, add the second question. Okay, all right, all right. So the second question is also yesterday, um, you said that there are people who uh, prematurely came out when they have not been, you know, finished, completed training or sure. whatever. And I'm asking that in the prophetic, I believe that you, you grow, you develop, yeah. you train yourself. Yeah. I as you said yesterday, you didn't start by having an open vision. You start with sure. dreams and then maybe prophetic impressions. So if you don't prophesy to people, showing news of impression about people, um, if you, if God is showing you or you know telling you some things about people, do you ask? You don't want to prematurely be in the open. You should pray for them, speak to them or not. And if you don't do that, how do you develop yourself in the prophetic if you are not supposed to, you know, prophesy? All I'm saying is that <laughs> at least you need to prophesy to grow in the in the prophetic. So actually, we don't want to come out prematurely. How do you grow? Yeah. So these are my. Right, that's a very good question. Thank you. Very that's much. a very good question. Now I want to pick um on the first one. There are several times God has so many ways of showing you something about um, somebody. God has so many ways of showing you something about somebody. 
and we need to understand some of these ways. I remember I was praying for a lady some time ago, and all of a sudden I started seeing my sister's face on her face. I was just praying for the lady. I just saw my sister, my elder sister's face on her face, and I was like, "Ah, what is this?" And the thing kept on like coming. Then all of a sudden, I just sensed within myself as you ask the lady's name. I asked the lady's name, and she was Faustina. That is my sister's name. So you see, God was trying to、um, let me pick the name of the lady, but He did not write it that I will see Faustina F A this this written. So you can't. Tell the Holy Ghost how He should reveal things to you. So there are so many ways that God can let you know things, and that is why when a revelation is given, there must be. And that is why, when a revelation is given, there must be、um, a realm where you come to the place of interpretation. Else, sometimes the some some of the times the way the revelations will come, it will look it it will look as if it doesn't make sense. But when you when you take your time, the Holy Spirit can just shed more light on it, and you know, like where He's leading you to. So that place that you saw, anytime you are praying, you just look seem as if you have actually、um, appeared at that place. Exactly what God was trying to show you is what you picked about the lady's father. And sometimes you might not pick anything, but you just saw the place, and you realize that this place leads to this person's house. Then you pray for the person, and sometimes once you are praying for the person, God will begin to open things up to you, even if He does not open anything to you or you do, you do not sense anything. Pray for the person. Yeah, even if you do not pick anything, just pray for the person. It could be that at that moment God is trying to use you to save somebody's life at that exact moment. So, as a prophet, every point in, the, the way revelations come in so 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 many ways. It does not come as the prophets is. Is prophesying. See, most of the time, people think that the way the prophet is prophesying, that's the same thing he's seen in in visions and things. No, 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 no. Sometimes the way things are like things in the realm of the spirit come in symbols and like symbolisms. Like you need to come to a place of in-depth interpretation from the Holy Spirit, else you will miss a lot. Else you will miss a lot. I remember sometimes I was praying for somebody and I saw money. The morning, saw, the morning, and like something like a, a dark smoke around the morning. That is all I saw. So what? I, what was I going to tell the person? A dark smoke around money. Then I was just talking to the person that most of the times, I, when I'm prophesying, I I speak what I see before I give out the interpretation. There are many people who don't do that. I speak what I see before I I also bring out the interpretation. So I was like, I'm seeing money and I'm seeing a dark、um, smoke around it. All of a sudden, something just popped up inside me, and I said, anybody that is trying to steal the money of your father, just like that. I just said that thing so strong, and I said it. And the the person said, today, today, somebody has stolen my father's money, four thousand Ghana cedis. Somebody stole just like that. So what I saw. Was not necessarily how I spoke about the thing. You get it. So you have to grow yourself in the things of the spirit because the way God speaks is different from how we want Him to speak. Because we want Him to speak in a way our understanding can easily pick, but that's not how God speaks. You have to understand that even before a message from God 
get to you for you to understand the interpretation it takes a whole lot of processes because when god speaks it is not like god is speaking like with his voice so anytime you hear somebody say the lord is speaking to me it is not like the lord has come to stand there and be speaking god is just showing you so many signs in the spirit so many signs you can just open your eyes you see a maze and through that maze he's trying to tell you something he speaks in so many ways because his understanding and his ways are higher than ours we are not supposed to like pick up things exactly as our understanding actually can fathom it does not really work like that so if you're always waiting to hear god's voice my son this one this this this, this it might not really happen and that is why it, it is very difficult when you are growing up in the prophetic like as a beginner because as a beginner things don't come like dito dito as it is no 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 things don't come dito dito as it is it comes in symbols so if you don't grow yourself in in the symbols you will you find yourself wanting in the prophetic you find yourself wanting in the prophetic so also for that is it god can show you a place of somebody maybe somebody's house all of a sudden maybe you are, you are just praying and you saw somebody's um shirt and you know that that all of us just know this shirt i know it is for emmanuel that is all you saw pray for emmanuel you might not pick anything but pray for emmanuel you can just see so many things if you don't understand be in the place of prayer in the moment of prayer god can be shedding more light on your it will come like thoughts you might get the understanding all right so that is it and the second one um what did he ask the second one good 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 now there is there is a difference between premature exposure and prophesying to grow your gift they are not the same there's a difference between premature exposure like all of us we started prophet because there's a dimension in the prophetic where if you don't prophesy you can't grow if you don't prophesy you can't grow there's a dimension like that now Can you all hear me, please? Good, good. So now, there's a time, you see, that is why I always make this statement. It is one thing to have the gift of prophecy and another thing to be a prophet. We don't see it like that in our time. So anybody that is prophesying will quickly call the person a prophet. You see, the enemy does not really attack people who are now growing in the prophetic gift as in like the person is, you know, hiding himself, growing bit by bit, growing bit by bit. But once you come out and say prophet and you add the name prophet to yourself, kid, the eyes of the enemy will now launch against you. Because he has seen that now, oh, okay, if you are this, then it means you are a threat to my kingdom. He will release Jezebel at you right now. So there is a week, and the thing is, when you are growing up in the prophetic, don't be everywhere. You see, don't be everywhere. There are, there are times, you see, many people, every program, every invite, they will honor it and go. Every program, because they want other people to also know that there is a prophetic gift. Don't be doing those things. Don't be. That is why if you are a prophet, you are now growing up in the prophetic. Get a people that you pray with. 
Get a people that you pray with. Don't be praying alone. Get a people that you pray with. Sometimes it is good to pray. That one day it is there. Your own personal fellowship with the Spirit. But get people that you pray with. That sometimes go and gather somewhere and be praying. God will start showing you things about the same people you are praying with. And you begin to speak to them. And God might speak to them. People around you to also speak to you. In so many ways. That is the way we grew up in the prophetic. You get it. So if... You have to understand, it is not, that does not mean that you have come out prophet this, then you are on a flyer, post like a cracker now, bustle, all these things. You become a target right now. You become a target right now. Because let me tell you, there are certain things the devil will never know until they see your, your picture on the flyer, then they will start coming against you. I remember I was prophesying to a lady, and in the vision, I saw, I saw that the end of the Lord lifted me. I was standing at signs. If you know science, and many of you might not know, I was standing at a place, and at that place, I was seeing my own flyer, the flyer for the program that I was actually prophesying under. And I saw a young lady, the lady, the same lady I was prophesying to. She was the one standing close to the flyer watching. And she was looking at me and said, This man of God is handsome. I will, I will do uh, and date him. That is what the lady said. Now, because of my flyer, I have now gotten an attack. So the lady came to church not because she needed Christ, not because she wanted God to talk to her, but she came purposely because I want to date the man of God. So whether he's in a relationship, he's married or not, I don't care. I want to bring him down. I nearly said this. When I was prophesying to her, I saw that and I nearly spoke it out. You see? So now, let me just use it as an example. This was an attack from the marine world. And it all happened because somebody saw my flyer. So if you quickly come out and you have not been built on a dimension of keeping yourself in that dimension. I know many men of God have fallen and could not rise again due to some of these things. I'm telling you, there are a lot of ladies in our churches, in our prophetic meetings, a lot of them. They are not coming for prophecy. They are coming for you, the man of God. Until you open your eyes, especially if you have problems with women and you have not really dealt with it, and your flyer is everywhere, and ladies see you and they are always coming close, it is another moment of trouble. That is why I keep, I keep saying that before you come out, it is, it is different to be prophesying whilst you are growing up. At that moment, never allow anybody to put you on a flyer. Maybe some of you will not understand what I'm trying to say, but it is to save your own self from like premature death and all those things. Don't allow anybody to put you on a flyer, your, your face, no. Fa, fa, like discipline yourself. You get it? Don't be everywhere. Not every program be an awoko. Sometimes you, you go for programs because of sympathy. If, my, if I don't go, this man of God will say, this man of God will say, oh, like I've been, I've been helping you do. No, 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 we don't do that. We don't do that. I have gone for programs that they, they wanted to poison me before. I tell you. I remember I went with one of my sons, I've forgotten. They brought the food. I said, pour the destiny away. If we eat right now, they'll come and carry our cups. They placed the food there. God started speaking to me about it. 
I went for a program. <laughs> and when I was in a car going to the place, God, in a trance, the Lord showed me rice and steam. That one is a program that my son, if Clement is here, he will, he will testify. <laughs> I don't want to say anything. God showed me rice and steam and said, when you go and they give you rice and steam, don't eat. I said, okay. When I went there, it was just left about three hours for me to go for the program. So I, I quickly did some kind of, you know, changing. And the man of God that invited me for the program, once I was just changing things, he came and said, my wife has finished cooking, so eat. I said, oh no, I can't. He said, no, oh, eat something, eat something, eat something. They brought the food, it was rice and stew. Exactly as I saw the plate, as I saw in the trance, they brought the food. So I called my son and said, no. This one I can't eat. Get a polythene bag. Let's just take some of the food and throw it away so that we see what we ate, but we couldn't finish. So my son brought the polythene bag, he teared the anemic cradle groom, then he took it out. When the man was not around, the man came and finished dressing. He said, Are you sure you ate? I said, He said, No, 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 you did not, you did not eat. The man was furious. Why is it I brought you food? You didn't eat. This, 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 this. this. I was like, Hey. I've, I've eaten. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. And when I entered the church, my goodness, Lord, gracious, my father, about 65% of the people in the church, which, which is, when I was about going to sit down, I saw that the seat that I would be seated on, there was a snake on it. And the man of God was directing me to that exact seat. Sit here, sit here, sit here, sit here. I said, okay, wait, I'll sit there. Then I stood. I just did some worship. I was moving around, moving around. I sat on a different chair. The man got angry. He was going up and down in the church. He, he invited me purposely to destroy my life. You get the point I'm making? So these are some of the attacks that are released against you when you, when you come out prematurely. You have to get to the point where if, before you even go for a program, you have to know whether the Lord wants you to go or not. If you don't build up yourself before, go, before coming out, come out. If you don't build up yourself, you will not hear God saying, and you think, so long as the door is open, I can go. You might end up killing yourself. A lot of men of God, that is what happened to them. A lot of men of God. So, nothing stops you from prophesying among and within yourselves. Nothing stops you. That's why I said, just build a prayer team. Just to build all of you, your prophetic gifts. When you find that my friend has a prophetic gift, his friend also has a prophetic gift, gather yourselves, form a prayer team, and begin to pray among yourselves. God will start showing you things about, it's not necessarily that you see things about everybody in order to grow your prophetic gift. No. And make sure you don't Announce yourself ahead of time. Don't be putting yourself on flyers all that much because that alone can attract pressure and attacks. And if you are not strong enough in the secret place and in the place of preparation, a lot of things can go wrong. It has happened to me several times, but God saved me. That is why I am telling you to not, not, I'm telling you, I had to go back. To prepare myself very well to build up a certain ear that quickly hears God when I'm supposed to go for a program and yes sir hmm, by now I will not be here 
teaching you about the things of the spirit. You see, so that is what we have to understand. Understand this. The devil is always after us every day, every second, every minute, every moment. He's always after us. But when you are in your time, when you are in your time, even the attacks of the enemy against you turns out to be a beautiful protection. That is what the Bible said in Ecclesiastes chapter 11 verse 3 that God, he has made all things beautiful in his time. The moment you come before the time, when the attacks come, it can tend to be beautiful. When the attacks come, you will not get that strength to stand. Many people have been killed and have been taken away out of purpose because they went ahead of God. So please, let us understand these things for it to help us. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. Um, Mr. Pepper, I don't know if you got, you got the thing I Thomas just said. All right. Good. All right. All right. Um, I think somebody also... Isaac Dennis, Isaac Dennis, if you are if you are on the line, kindly call and um God bless you, God bless you. Okay. All right. Isaac, you're welcome. Hello, Papa. All right. Hello, Papa. All right. Yeah, hello, Isaac. You're welcome. You can ask your question. Hello, Papa. Good evening. Good evening, Papa. God bless you for bless this God. opportunity like um, Papa, I wanted to ask a question about is, what is the difference between ministry and churching? Can it be that someone can be in ministry and not be in, in having necessarily being okay. church planting? Okay. Say? And my my second thing question goes to be like it's more like a okay. personal something. But I wanted to be okay. very clear about this premature yeah. what they call exposure. Um personally I was mm-hmm. told by a prophet that was last 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 year that um the Lord wants me to, the Lord has seen me doing ministry. And he's seeing that I'm all over okay. the universities of Ghana. And I started with moving okay. to the universities of Ghana. And from then, the Lord expanded me okay. to ministry and all that. And during that time, he, he asked me, so he asked me if I'm done, I've started okay. anything. And I was like, no. So I didn't, I had that time, I was not actually, I was just, personally, I only have one okay. church that is in Accra that usually calls me to come and do a prophetic okay. service for them. Apart from that, there is no place I can get. And the fellowship I have joined okay. at my own school. Apart from that, there is no place that I usually go to do a prophetic okay. service. So when that happened, I, I got into thinking okay. and I got into prayer. Then the Lord mm-hmm. gave me a book okay. that I have to write. So I started writing the book and the prophet came again. That was a second program, and he he mentioned my name and asked the same said the same prophecy okay. and same thing again. So when it happened like that, I went to see the prophet personally, and I told him that oh, with what he said, um, the Lord gave me a book that I'm trying to bring out, and with the launching, I'm hoping that maybe if there is a nation that wants to start with me, okay, start from there. 
So I started I started writing the book. I finished one of the books. I've written two books as of now. So um I finished the book and I started praying about it and in a dream also the Lord came today. I saw Apostle Joshua Selman. And when I saw Apostle Joshua Selman, he spoke to me that the Lord he spoke to me, he, he, he spoke to me about the call of God, he prayed for me, gave me an impact. And he said that I should be very, I should be ready. There is a door that has opened very, like, it's very near. So okay. I should be very, I should prepare. Very, very near. So that was the, before I finished the book. So I finished the book. Now I'm confused and I'm, in, I'm kind of afraid because I don't want the kids, even as much as I love mm. God and I want to do ministry, I don't want the kids that. Uh, maybe I'm doing something because I want to come okay. out before my time. So sometimes I get even as I finish the book, matching the book, I don't know that if I have to start doing issue after then, or I just have to launch the book and okay. just hold on and see what God does. Actually, I get confused because whether it's a searching finishing okay. or the actual. All right, yeah. all right, so all right. Now, that is what I will say. That is what I would say. The first question, um, um, he said, churching and ministry. You know, one of the things we have to understand about this thing called ministry, a lot of us don't even understand what we are, we are being called into. A lot of us don't understand. A lot of us don't understand what ministry is. Ministry is service. Ministry is service. If I try to go into what ministry is, it's going to take our time. But get this. It is like this. God has started something on the earth with Jesus, his beloved son. And Jesus got people that he trained to also stand in for him when he's not around. So now, all that we are actually doing is to serve the Lord. Whatever God is supposed to do for people is what we are standing in to do for Him. Basically, that is ministry. Basically, that is ministry. Now, one of the things we have to know and understand is that people... Let me, let me just say this so that I don't actually go into something else you see the word ministry is from the word ministering or to minister and to minister means to serve to minister means to serve but now look at the way people are doing ministry it looks like people are rather serving them you see what the whole thing is it's like you like you are a waiter people are waiting for you to serve them now you bring them food to eat that is you. So everybody in ministry is having a serving mentality. Not that of being a great person so that people will start laying bowing down before you, papa, papa, mama. No, that is not ministry. If God shows you the true side of ministry, many of you will leave ministry. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. When God started opening my eyes on what ministry is, hey. I told one of my sons and he said, Hey, so why didn't you tell me all like these things all this while? Okay, Jai Dada. Because many of us think that ministry is another way to make it in life. Once you have that mentality, 
you have missed the entire purpose of ministry. And when purpose is missed, when you don't know the purpose of a thing, abuse is inevitable. So that is what many people are doing. It's like this. Jesus has started a company and he's calling people into the company to work for him. He called one as a secretary. He called one as a branch manager. He called one as this. He called one as this. He called one as this. So Jesus actually is the CEO of ministry. The company stands for the ministry. Now, we are all working in different departments. You can't do the work the way you want it. But we have to do it according to the way that Jesus wants us to do it. And at the end of it all, we shall receive a reward from the CEO. But people don't see it like that. They see ministry as a way to make it in life. That is not it. And before you are called into the ministry, first you have to go through an interview. Before you gain that job, I'm just using this as a scenario and as an illustration. Before you gain um, a, a job at that company, you have to go through an interview. And that interview, first something will be given to you. That which will be given to you is, called, is a pen. I'm just using this as a scenario. You'll be given a pen. That pen is what you use to fill some forms. You use to do all those things for as the interview will be going on. And that pen that will be given to you is called the gift of the spirit. It is called the gift of the spirit. Now, if the pen is given to you, it does not mean you have gained admission or um, you have gained the job in the company. So the fact that you have a gift does not mean you, have, you are a prophet, you are, you are in ministry. Get this clear. So the pen will be given to you to fill some forms and go through the process of the interview. Now, after the process of the interview, when you are counted faithful, and that word faithful speaks of qualification before the eyes of God, then you are put into ministry. So we read a scripture yesterday, First Timothy. Timothy said that, I thank the Lord Jesus Christ, who has counted me faithful, putting me into the ministry. First, Timothy, there was a prophecy on, on his life. There was a laying on of hands, and he received gifting from his father, Paul the Apostle, and he operated in the healing anointing. He operated in so many other dimensions of the gift. But later he said, Jesus found me faithful and put me into the ministry. So the, he operating in the gift and is the pen that was given to him. So there are packages that are given to everybody who is about to go for the job. You'll be given a pen. You'll be given maybe um, something like a diary. All those things are things that will be given for free. As you are about going for the interview, it happens. It happens. Now, the fact that you have the pen, the fact that you have the, um, the diary does not mean that... By hook or crook, you will be admitted into the company to work. So there are many people that have... That's why spiritual gifting should not necessarily let you push yourself into the ministry. So really to understand some of these things, the fact that you are prophesying does not mean you are a prophet. You have to go through a process where the Lord Jesus will count you faithful and put you into the ministry. I said this the other time, that yesterday I said this, that the gift of the Spirit is in the hands of the Holy Spirit. But the ministry is in the hands of the Lord Jesus. So you can be having a gift, 
Wait on the Lord. Keep praying. Build up the gift. Because there are many people. And I went for a program. I met a woman. This woman was a, a she was not even a dickness. She was just a miracle mommy in the church. Like Sunday school woman. The eyes of this woman is so opened. The woman is so like prophetically anointed. But God told me that this woman has not been called into the office of a prophet. But the woman is gifted. The woman can look at you, mention your name, and speak what God is speaking to you. But she's not a prophetess. She's having the gift of word of knowledge, the gift of prophecy, the gift. That is the point you have to understand. That you can be highly gifted. And God wants you to stay in the church and be a blessing to the church. And not necessarily put yourself into the office. This is what we have to understand. Many people didn't understand this because the moment they saw that certain giftings were manifesting in their life, they opened prayer camps. Then later they turned it into a church. To start a church is not in your hands. Get this. It is in the hands of the Lord Jesus. To start a church is not in your hands. The fact that you are gifted does not necessarily mean that you are called into the ministry and at the same time called into building a church. So you wait on God. Surely there are people that God will put them into ministry and God will let them establish their own, like, established churches. Now, get this. Establishing of a church is not that the church is for you. I remember some time ago I was praying. I was praying for... um the ministry that God has placed me upon, then immediately the Lord Jesus appeared to me from my curtains. I if I try to explain, many of you will get confused. I, it was Adon. I was seated in a sofa. Then all of a sudden I was praying. Then Jesus came from my curtains and stood before me. And he, he was having a big book in his hand. And he said some things to me I will never forget. He said, Seth, my son, Eagles Mountain International is not your church. Get this. Eagles Mountain International is not your church. Don't say my church. For the church is mine. And I made you a gift to that church. If you misbehave, I can take you away and put another person there. I was shocked. I was shocked. I'm telling you, that is why, have you ever realized that there's a man of God, um, you can see a man of God about to have a program, and he will say something like this, maybe Fountain Gate Chapel International in collaboration with Eastwood Anaba Ministries. Have you ever seen that kind of thing before? Fountain Gate Chapel International in collaboration with Eastwood Anaba Ministries. I don't know if you have actually come across that kind of thing before. Good. This is to let you know something. The Fountain Gate Chapel International is not for Eastwood Anaba. It is for the Lord Jesus. But Eastwood Anaba Ministries is he being a blessing with the spiritual gift he has in many other countries, in many other places. So if Eastwood Anaba is going for a program in United States of America, it is not Fountain Gate Chapel that is going. Fountain Gate Chapel is a church. Nobody has a church. It is, the, it is the church of the Lord Jesus. It is not for us. We are gifts that he has just placed us on top of the churches. 
When you read the book of Ephesians chapter 4 verse 11 downwards, the Bible said, When Jesus ascended up on high, he led captivity captive and gave gift unto men. So now he's talking about men that gifts were given to. And he says some of the men, he gave them apostles. So at this point, the apostle is the gift to that group of people. So me, I am a gift to Eagles Mountain International. And Eagles Mountain International is the church of the Lord Jesus. It is not my church. The fact that God made you through your hands to establish it does not mean it is for you. If we misbehave, so we are now in the office of the secretariat. So there are a lot of secretaries in that company, but you have become, let me say, the, um, let me say, um, the leader of all the secretaries. It does not mean that when we say secretary it is for you you are not secretary is not for you it is the work of the lord jesus it is called the work of the ministry so we need to understand some of these things so that we will be very careful when we are saying things like my church we should be very careful because the moment these things sink into our heart you have to know ministry is not for you it is the work of the lord jesus it is the work of the Lord Jesus. When this thing enters your heart, eh, if you are praying for anointing, it won't take long. It will come. Because the Lord knows your heart that to think it is for you. Because there are many men of God who bully the church members for their own pleasure. Because his people, you are destroying their lives. And you call my church members, my church, my church, my church. We should be careful. We are now growing up in the things of God in, into ministry. We shouldn't let some of the mistakes of our fathers sink into our minds and our hearts. Be very careful. Don't say my church. Say the church that the Lord has given me as a pastor to. Say the church that the Lord has made me a pastor to. Not my church. It is the, the Lord's church. When this thing sinks into your heart, you will know that you are not doing ministry to lift up yourself. So there is the difference between the church that God has made you a pastor over and the gift that God has placed in you to be a blessing to other people. So now, Eagles Mountain International is the church of the Lord and he has made me a pastor. So when you come to, so have you realized that there are some men of God, eh, when they are in a church that God has made them pastors over, they are called. They are called pastors. They are called bishops. But the moment they go out of their church into the field, Ankasa, that is when they, you see the name evangelist. You see the name prophet. I believe you have seen something like that. Go to Lighthouse Chapel International. Lighthouse Chapel International. Bishop that he would mills is a bishop over there. He's a pastor over there. But when he's going for um, healing Jesus crusade, he is not Bishop um, Dagiward Mills. He is Evangelist Dagiward Mills. That should let you know the difference. That should let you know the difference. Um, bishop Charles Ajanasari is a bishop in Perez Chapel. But when he goes out for ministry, that one, he is going with the evangelistic mandate. Bishop Kakrabedin is a bishop in the church of Lighthouse, but when he goes out for air power conference, he's prophet Kakrabidin. You have to understand some of these things so that you know that the church is not for you, it is for the Lord Jesus. He made you a gift as a pastor over it, so they will call you Pastor Christ Cosmopolitan Incorporated. Is 
is not for Pastor Obed, it is for Jesus. Pastor Obed is a pastor over it. But when he goes out, he's not called Pastor Obed, he's called Apostle Obed or Ben Adair. That means that at that point, he's working in the ministry God has given him. But this time around in church, he's serving as a pastor to the church that God has placed him as a gift to. So we need to understand all these things. So that it will help us. So let's understand this. And that many people, God, will, Jesus will put them into ministry. He will not tell them to establish churches. Get that. He will not cause them to plant churches. Many people, Jesus will call them into the ministry. But he will not tell them to plant churches. So you have to know. Because if he has not told you to plant church and you plant the church. Listen, as for gift of the spirit, it will manifest. As for the gift of the spirit, even in the bush, it can manifest. But the church that you have actually established, is it Jesus that allowed you to do so? So there are many people who have actually established churches. They have planted churches. 10,000 people. But Jesus, it is not in the archives of heaven that they are supposed to establish a church or plant a church. So they will go to heaven and all the things they did according to the church things, they, it is not judged according to what is written because it will be judged based on the manifestation of spiritual gifts that you use your gift to help these people. Not that it was a church you built. You have to understand some of these things. Because nowadays everybody wants to establish a church. Everybody. Because we were in Pentecost and there is a prophetic gift. Pentecost people don't want us to manifest their gift. Go to God in prayer. It could be that the same Pentecost is where you, you grow up and manifest the gift God has placed in you. It could be that God will let you go out and plant His church. Understand some of these things. If you, if you want to plant a church, you have to get a teaching grace. You have to get a pastoral grace. And that many of us, so we will destroy the people. Don't you know that plenty of prophecy can destroy people? Don't you know? You have to come to the place of having a teachable spirit, a pastoral gifting to cater for the church. When people bring marital issues to you, it is not all the time that you prophesy. No, you have to handle it with wisdom and make sure that you are not on the side of one to leave another. Make sure you settle the matter. This kind of wisdom is given to pastors. If you can't build, you don't have this kind of wisdom. If you plant a church, you, you, the church will bring you yourself down. Because pastors don't only profit. The, the kind of issues pastors handle, eh? <laughs> it is serious. You have to understand some of these things. If you want... You can't just say, I want to plant a church. Go to the Lord Jesus. The church is not for you. It is His. When He says, do this, then it means that He has given you the permission and He will give you the grace. And even when He says, do that, make sure you listen to Him to know the time He wants you to do so. Else, a lot of other issues might come and things might, might go wrong. But then the Lord has called some of you to build, especially um, you, this man, Isaac Dennis. God through your hands will... I'm not prof, I'm just saying what God is telling me. God through your hands will plant churches. God through your hands will plant churches. But pray, take your time. Pray, take your time. When the actual season comes, 
You see, sometimes eh, the way the prophecy comes to us, sometimes the way the man of God will prophesy to us, it looks as if the thing is, man- the thing is going to manifest within the next minute. Have you experienced that before? The show will come out with you and say, Do you come to me? You say, I'm busy. But every prophetic word has a time for its manifest. So don't be moved by what, how you are feeling. And sometimes some of the prophets can also exaggerate things. Some of the prophets can also exaggerate. Hey, you, you're going to be a great, you'll be deep. Hey, start something, start something. God is going to. And you see, by the time you realize you have started something, now you will be a great. But you say, ah, the Lord said it to him. The Lord said it to him. So, say, one person so one told me to know what God is saying now. Who be deep, who be in church, nothing, a push him. Many men of God told me this. Many men of God told me this. Some day the, the, the prophets, hey, you are a great prophet. Hey, you be this, you be this. Let me you know, because I know what God has told me already. He says, start something now, start something now. <laughs> and God has told me, no, three years time. Yes, hey, is it God that is speaking through these prophets or they are exaggerating? Sometimes God has shown them that they are genuine prophets, but they exaggerate like they, they, they exaggerate things too much. So it can lead many of us astray. Go to a point that any prophetic word that will come from a man of God to you, God had already told you. So that your heart will be settled. So understand these things. My son, praying Timothy said, Papa, I have a question. Okay, okay, so you can call him. You can call him. Timothy. Timo. Okay, Timothy, let me pick um Ephraim's call. Okay, Ephraim. Okay, Ephraim. So check your background for us. I think there's a bit and bit noise. Can you hear me? Hello, can you hear me? Hello, can you hear me? Um, somebody should call in. Um, I'm getting a lot of feedback at the background from Ephraim's side. Kojobo, are you here? Kojobo, are you here? Are you on the line? Okay. Timo, try again, try again, try again, let's see. You can use call in one, call in two, call in three, call in four, call in five, any of them. Not necessarily one. So use any of them and let me let me see if it will go through. Ephraim said, please, my question is that how do I know I have the gift of the prophet or I was called into the office of the prophet? Listen, I said it yesterday. There are so many ways that God can show you um, what you carry. Sometimes it can be through dreams that you start seeing. Sometimes it can be through um, like a prophet. A prophet will tell you something. Sometimes you see things about people in dreams and you tell them and immediately it happens. You have to go into like into prayer. Go and see another man of God that is higher in the faith. When Samuel was hearing the voice of God, he didn't know that there was a prophetic call on him. He didn't know. He didn't know that God was the one that was even calling him. He went to see Eli. And Eli said, go. Go back. 
for the third time, he said, when you hear that voice again, say, Master, speaketh for thy servant heareth. So you see, some of, sometimes you also need to um, see other men of God who are high in the faith to also help you with all these things. It can be through dreams that you keep getting. It can be through um, maybe people will be around you, you and your own friends. You are just there, sometimes you are just talking, you are just talking. You say, hey, be careful so that you don't do this tomorrow. Be careful so that this thing doesn't happen to you tomorrow. You just said it for fun. But the very next day you realize that what you said happened to the person. It is actually a sign of something. There are so many signs that God can show you that there is a prophetic seed inside you. But don't be alone. Don't try to work on it alone. Try to see other people that are higher in the faith to also help and teach you because the prophetic giftings um, they, have, they work in different dimensions so you have to know exactly where God is calling you to and how God wants your own to be so that you don't follow the trend that you don't follow what many people are doing to miss it alright 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 okay so Timothy you can type you can type Okay, so somebody said I have a question. Same, same God, something, something. If you can call in, you can call in right now. Same God. After Same, then um, I pick the question from Moses Mensa. From Moses Mensa. Then Vena. All right. Okay, okay. So please. You can call him. You can call him, Sammy. You can call him. Sammy, call in. So that we don't waste much time. Yeah, somebody said, please, good evening, prophet. Please, this is my first time in your meeting, though. Please, my question is, what is the difference between vision and a dream? Okay. Now, one of the things I want you to understand is that most of the times, it is just only one difference. It is just only one difference. The thing is, you have a dream when you are asleep. You have visions when you are not sleeping. That is the clear difference. You have a dream when you are asleep. You have a vision when you are not asleep. Other times too, they, say, they call dreams visions of the night. Visions of the night. It can also stand in for a dream. But the clear difference between a dream and a vision is that you dream when nobody has ever dreamt um, when he's awake. It, it is not called a dream. It is not called a dream. So get that. Get that. So the difference between a dream and a vision is that one, in a dream you are asleep. In a vision you are not asleep. You are, you are conscious of yourself. All right. Okay, welcome, Sammy. Yeah. yeah, so you can ask your question. Hello. Okay, what? Oh, God. Amen. God bless you, man. Right. Amen. Thank you so much. Um, please, I have okay. a question I want to ask. Um, please, how can you differentiate between the vision or um, something mm -hmm. that God is showing you in your normal senses? Yeah, because sometimes um, you are new to um, certain things that God is going to show you. So, Sometimes when you get or you pick certain things when you are praying, you are unable to fully differentiate whether it's your mind or whether it's um, what God is really telling you or God okay. is really saying something to you. Okay. So that's my first question. And also sometimes when you are praying, um, you feel that your mm. eyes are hot sometimes. 
um, I don't know if it's just uh, a natural phenomenon or just uh, an indication that God is also telling you something. So these are my two questions. I okay. To All right. Now let me pick it from this side. Um, the first one. The first one. Now, Paul made a statement and said, "There are many voices." Paul made a statement and said, "There are many voices in this world, and none of them is without a meaning." There are so many kinds of voices. Your mind is speaking. Your heart is speaking. But listen, the thing is, every voice has a way it sounds. Every voice has a way it sounds. Even in the things of God, when you are talking, when you are going deeper into the matters of the spirit, you realize that God, stretching Himself as the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, they all speak in different ways. There is the voice of the Father, there is the voice of the Son, and there is the voice of the Holy Spirit. If you look critically into the Bible, you will know. The voice of the father sounds like thunder. That is how the father speaks. So many times in scripture, that is how the father speaks. And the voice of the Lord Jesus is like many waters. It is in the book of Revelations. The voice of the Lord Jesus, when you begin to hear, it is like many waters. And the voice of the Holy Spirit is like the Holy Ghost does not struggle to talk. He just speaks simple, like tiny voice. Then he just speaks so listening to the voice you have to differentiate all these voices now there is a way you think there is a way you think and the way you think will surely be the voice of your mind the way you think is the voice of your mind it cannot come to a place you see there are times eh, where when you think by faith that is why the bible said the just shall live by faith when your thoughts are according to the scriptures when your thoughts are according to the scriptures and according to the exact word of God the voice of God can actually capture up your thinking to the extent that thoughts that come to your mind are actually what God is saying but if your thoughts are always moving around unnecessary things fleshly things and all those kind of things you hear something in your ears and you know this one is not God anything that is not God you know Anything that is not God, you know. It's like this. You have seen a lady and you feel like being in a relationship with that lady. You have been thinking about this lady every day, every second. Imagining yourself dating her, going to the beach, doing this, doing this, doing this. Then all of a sudden you were just seated there and you heard a voice. That is your wife, my son. It could be God, but about 60%, it could also be your own mind. Most of the things we hear that we claim it is either our minds, it is things that we have already been thinking of. That is what you have to understand. That is one of the basic ways to differentiate between the, your, the voice of your mind, the voice of your heart, and the voice of the law. There is something your heart is yearning after. Your heart is yearning after fair women. So when God is even speaking to you to marry that dark lady, you said it is not God. That is because you have already planted something in your heart. And you want God to speak according to what is in your heart. So you have to understand some of these things. All the time, 
And most of the times, what God will say will surely go against our emotions and our will. We need to sacrifice our emotions and our will to focus on what God says. When God speaks and it goes in line with our emotions, we should scrutinize the voice very well to know whether it is God or our own self. That is what I'm trying to say. So that you understand. So Sami, I don't know if you, if you got the point. Good. Now, let me just pick this question for my son Timothy. Timothy said, how does the pressure of the people affect the genuineness of the prophetic ministry? What is, what is this about prophets and women? This is a very powerful question. This is a very powerful question, especially the first one. Especially the first one. Now, I keep telling some of my sons this. Okay? Don't let, you see, let me just explain it this way. There are three ways that a man can prophesy. Follow me carefully. Don't miss this one. You need this. Don't miss this. Follow, uh, follow what I'm about to say. There are three ways a man can prophesy. There are three ways a man can prophesy. Now, when you read the book of... I want to give you a scripture. I want to give you a scripture right now. I think the book of First Peter or Second Peter... Um, Good. Second Peter chapter 1 verse 21. Second Peter chapter 1 verse 21. Now listen to what Peter said. Peter said, For the prophecy came not in old time by the will of man. Listen, for the prophecy came not in old time by the will of man, but holy men of God spoke as they were moved by the Holy Ghost. For the prophecy did not come in the old time by the will of man, but holy men spoke as they were moved by the Holy Ghost. Second Peter chapter 1 verse 21. Now, this is what you are supposed to understand. A man can prophesy out of his own will. Follow me, pa. A man can, that's what somebody can say, I will prophesy today. I will prophesy today. He's trying to prophesy according to his will. So, there are three ways that a man can prophesy. The will. Now, the Bible also made a statement. I want to get you that scripture, I think. Romans chapter 12. Romans chapter 12. Romans chapter 12. Holy Ghost, help me. Good. Romans chapter 12, verse 6. Romans chapter 12, verse 6. He said, Having then gifts differing according to the grace that is given to us, whether prophecy, let us prophesy according to the proportion of faith. Uh, let us prophesy according to the proportion of faith. Now listen, you can prophesy by your will. You can prophesy by the level of your faith. And the last one is you can prophesy when the spirit or the unction of prophecy comes upon you. These are the three main ways people can prophesy. Now the thing is, which one is the permission from God? The permission one from God is the one that is when the unction comes upon you to prophesy. 
That is why, if you are a young prophet, somebody comes to you, man of God, what is the Lord saying? Give me a word. I need a word. I need a word. Then you are under pressure to say something. You are trying to do things according to your will. You are trying to do something according to your will. When God has not spoken, don't ever utter a word, else you are the one that will fulfill it. Not God. God has not spoken, and because somebody is saying, Man of God, I need the word, man of God, man of God, I need the word, man of God, I need the word. You want to say something. You know you are not seeing anything. Several times the people have brought issues to me. I prayed about this, and God never showed me anything. And the people were calling the people. I said, Wait, I've not heard anything from God. Don't come and pressure me. If I open my mouth to say something God has not said, because it is outside God's voice. But once I speak what the Lord has spoken, I know the manifestation of the prophecy actually is in four ways. I will talk about that one later. But I want you to understand, never let anybody pressure you to prophesy. It is one of the ways that the enemy used to push people out of God's purpose. I beg you, never let anybody pressure you. The fact that you have been invited to a program does not mean by force you have to prophesy. When you go and God speaks to you, declare it. When you go and you don't have gone for many programs that have never said anything. People were in, they were expectant. Actually, this man of God, they were by you. When I went there, we prayed, we worshipped, we danced, nothing came. We closed. Just like that. Apostle Johnson Suleiman said one time he went for a program. In the US, just two days program, and they've been talking about him. Hey, just on all kind of platforms, radio stations, and he said, This man, he's a dangerous prophet when he prophesies ditto, ditto, this, 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 this. And the man was going there to also do what the people were expecting for them. So he was following the expectations of the people. That day, he said he prayed and prayed and prayed, going to Bukaita, and at the end, they were light, I'll prophesy. He said he went there. He did everything that he could. He, two days program, the first day he did everything that he could. Nothing happened. He did not even come. And he said, God bless you and keep you strong. And nothing can bring you down. It is in the word of God. This is a sure word of prophecy. Nothing that will rise against you shall prosper. This, 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 this. this. And the way they were saying the amen cry, like, ah, what is this man trying to win? So the man said, ah, the next day too, so he prepared a long message to come and preach. By the time he finished preaching, that time Konraka said, Oh, because of the time, I couldn't go into the prophetic. So um, let's call it another time. Can you hear me, please? Somebody said the line is breaking. Is it clear now? Good, good, all right, good. So, the second day he prepared a long message to go and preach. And that day, when he just took the microphone and started worshiping God, God opened his eyes. And he did not preach that he started prophesying to people. So, you see, when you are so Is it okay now? Good. Good. Somebody says still. Check check your network. Check the side of your network. Okay. Somebody says it's okay. It's okay. All right. 
Okay. Okay. Good. So he started worshiping, and all of a sudden his eyes opened. And he started, he didn't preach the message. So you see, there is something we need to come to the point of understanding. Don't let people pressure you to prophesy. There is something that God does. It is called the permission of the Spirit. And that is when the prophetic unction comes upon you. Sometimes it is so strong that God wants you to. You want to like hold things back, but still it doesn't work. But when you are going full of yourself today, I will prophesy today, I will prophesy. you are trying to go by your will. And most of the times, when people pressure us, we go on my invite, you say, the people are expecting to oppress by force. We don't do that. We don't do that. So, so for, never, and that does not mean you are not a prophet. God has called you. It is not the people that called you. When you go for a program, people are expecting you to prophesy, and you did not prophesy. It does not mean that you are not a prophet. When God called you, where were they? Don't let anybody put pressure on you. Don't let anybody put pressure on you. Yeah, so please. Then the next said, what is this about prophets and women? Not all prophets like women, I'm telling you. I know prophets of God, like I started growing up with. They, 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 they don't like women at all. There are people like that. They are prophets, genuine prophets. But there are some prophets. That is why I made this statement yesterday. I say, any destiny, every destiny has nature. Every destiny has nature. Your prophet will not be in your mass and ASIKA. Only you scan your PCK. If he prophesies to you right now, he wants to use that as an avenue to take money from you. There are some people they don't like women at all. They are focused on money. Anytime what is not good, you begin to do those things. It means that is the part that the devil wants to use to bring you down. I made this statement yesterday. Somebody asked a similar question. And I said, every destiny has do's and don'ts. Every destiny has do's and don'ts. There are some people, no matter the number of women they sleep with, Things will work against them spiritually, but it will not be as when they try to um, lie. Because lies actually carry the downfall of their destiny. There are some people to money carry the downfall of their destiny. So the one that the enemy sees that that brings you down, that one is your weakness actually. Anything that is the don't of your Can you all hear clearly? Somebody said it is breaking. Is it breaking? Okay. Good. Good. So we need to understand these things. Then check your network. Because many people are saying it's not breaking. So if it is breaking at your end, kindly check your network so that um, you don't miss what we are talking about. So also forget that not all prophets. So if you are a young prophet and there is this thing about women gravitating from within you, then it is something that is your weakness. It is something that your destiny dislikes. It is the don't of your destiny. Don't give in to that. Try and get a solution to that. 
because it is now that you might not see that it is bringing you down but one day and no prophets that were hot on fire for God but through women those kind of things because they, they, they were sleeping with women and still they were prophesying small small so they thought ah God is still there but gradually they went into these things ah, and later they realized that things were not coming as it used to come then gradually the giftings were just the sharpness of the gift was going down going down going down to the extent that it died off and now they stand they can worship for 50 hours still they will not pick anything you get it so some of these things go to God in prayer fast go to God in prayer and build a certain kind of mindset about women build a kind of mindset about women through the word of God I said I'm, I'm using my life as an example I have fallen into some of these things several times until I, I encountered a certain dimension of God's grace God made me to think about women in a different way and I went to God in prayer and in fastings and gradually God started losing me from that so first go to God in prayer sometimes it could be that there's a man of God that laid hands on you and the man of God is into women and these things started manifesting inside you as well it can happen like that I mean, I made an example like that yesterday with a scripture. Yeah. Somebody said, why? It happens. That is why laying on of hands is not just anything. But sometimes you now, you know, say, no man of God laid hands on you. But you are growing up. You are into women. That one has become the, the weakness of your life. If you don't rise against it. Some of these times, you know, that is why I always say this. Say, if you have not come out. If you have not come out as a man of God, if your time has not come for you to manifest, when you fall, God can give you grace for you to rise. Nobody will hear about your, your falling. But once you rise and you have not dealt with that weakness and it hits you up at the top level, even God has already forgiven you, but still, people, they will paint you black. People will hear about what you have done, this, 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 and that kind of thing. Grandpa will not even give you the appetite to, to do ministry again. Most of the time, that is the agenda of the enemy. So please, let's understand some of these things. So check if it is something that has been a weakness way back, even before you were called into ministry. Then it is something you are supposed to deal with. Get a time. Get time, fast, get time for yourself. Go into the moment of fasting and prayer. Go into the moment of fasting and prayer and get a seed. Go to the orphanage home, sow that seed and let God use that as a sacrifice to set you free. And after that, put restrictions on yourself. Don't open up too much to women. The prophetic gift, eh, the way it is, it opens up a lot of people to come to you. A lot of people will be coming to you. A lot of women. So put restrictions on yourself. Me, for instance, from that time, and you call me and I will, I will answer. If you call me plenty times, I will not pick up. Put restrictions on yourself. Some of these women, they will not help you grow yourself spiritually and all those things. On and on, too emotional. Anytime you are on any any spiritual, cut it off. Block the person and go your way. Block the person. It does not mean you hate the person. Not everybody is supposed to be your friend. 
on this matter. That is how we deal with weaknesses after fastings and prayers and things. Cut them off. It does not mean you hate them. Jesus himself, he dealt with some people in the church. He beat them. So open your eyes. All those women trying to talk to you. You know there is something inside your heart. Now listen, I explained this the other time. I said, when the devil is coming to a man, he's coming with temptation. And temptation is like a hunger. Hunger And you know that hunger, you pet that will be a bohol, then we put the hunger on it. So if you are holding the hunger is the temptation. The particular thing that is about to tempt you, whether it is a woman or money or bribe or something. But once they bring the hunger and there is no nail on the wall, they can't hang it on it, they will take it back. So once the temptation is coming and there is nothing in your heart that loves the temptation, it will go back. So Jesus said that the son, the prince of the dark world, the darkness of this world, has come to me, but he has nothing in me. So the devil brought temptation to Jesus, but he realized that there was nothing inside Jesus. There was nothing like that one, the nail that was there for him to hang the thing on. So he took it back. He took it back. That is how temptations are. Sometimes physically you will be trying to behave as if the but now Akuma is saying something different. As a naked picture, you have to know that something is working somewhere. That is the same kind of thing the devil can use against you. You do on my So they will bring bribe and things and they will get you. But once you deal with that thing, so when they bring the hunger and the shirt on it, they will not get anything to hang on it. They will go and come back several times. But once they keep coming and they realize that still there is nothing in you that is of the enemy, they go back. So the thing is not about the devil. It is about you taking away that nail from your spirit. That is why I said fast and pray. Go to God in prayer. Sacrifice. After that, put restrictions on yourself. Block it, block it. a lot of ladies. Block them. And later, change your mindset about women. Because there are people, the moment they see a woman, they think of sex. The moment they see a woman, they think of... Sometimes these women are the only people that God is going to use to be a blessing to your life. But you thought of sex, you just went straight to them talking about sex. And they said, no, I'm not in for that. They left, you have lost a helper right there. Change your mindset about women. Let the word of God transform your mindset. Women are not only for sex, bedroom, kitchen. Who told you that? Don't be deceived. Let the word of God change your perception. Let the word of God change your... When you see a woman, don't think of nakedness. Don't think of relationship. Don't think of on bed. Don't Let those things clear off your mind. It is in that that you can be a good friend of a woman. All people will be thinking something is going on. But when you have transformed yourself by the renewing of your mind. Renew your mind about things. The same gun that people see as a tool to kill others will be kretuna. And then they said the edikumipa. Any nabimusa, there is a, a renewed mind about the gun. So renew your mind about women with the word of God. Women are not for sex. Women are deeper helpers that God has released. 
The Jezebels that you see among them, cut them off. That does not mean that all women are Jezebels. So renew your mind and keep, keep moving, keep moving, keep moving, keep moving. Pebre, don't, you see, get time and pray about this weakness thing. Because you see all the time. Get time and pray about this weakness. It is a temptation. And temptations doesn't come when the one who is about to be tempted does not have anything in common with the temptation. If there is nothing like lust in your heart for women, when the lady comes to you, you will suck her. But if there is something like lust inside you, they will not even finish seducing you. You will and you will seduce them. So work on that in prayer. And I believe strongly that the grace of God that is able to set men free from all these things can also set you free. All right, all right. Somebody said, I have a question. Um, Edwin, Edwin, are you on the line? Edwin, are you on the line? Good, good, good. Okay, so if you can ask. Daddy. All right, so if you can ask your question. Daddy. You're welcome. Right. Thank you. Thank you very much, Daddy. Mm-hmm. Okay, Daddy, please. I wanted to ask. I I am I am facing okay. um, a kind of challenge now. We were talking about starting um, in the prophetic and then with the prophetic impressions and then with the sure. dreams and then the the close visions. And I realized that um that there, there has been so many days where they confirm and you realize that they come to you for other matters and they try to push other people to people and sometimes your family members and you turn out to have many people coming against you and coming with a whole lot of matter some of them you you don't know how to go about them so i wanted to ask that whenever i don't know because now when it started like that i thought of quitting all that and even if there is a meeting and there is anything I'm pursuing, I don't want to talk about it so that I mean they don't go about bringing the same problems and then they, they turn out to add more so I don't know how to really handle these things when it comes to they going and then trying to push out the more calling names and then trying to bring all cases and sending your number to other people and okay. trying to connect all right. you to alright you're welcome alright thank you daddy now, one of the things that I want you to know and understand is that um, the giftings are the gifts. God gave gifts to be a blessing to the people. God gave gifts to be a, a problem solver. So the gift is a solution. Once you have a healing gift, understand that problems also gravitate towards their solution. Once you have a healing gift, it is sick people that will come to you. So the sick people are going to be the problem and your gift is going to be the healing, like the solution. So understand that. But now, one of the things is that any time that somebody is coming to you, go to God. What am I so? It is not every issue we handle. Get that. That does not mean that we three more things. Hey, you have to understand some of these things. We three more things. Even Jesus, he never healed all the sick people. He healed some. Some of them, he left them. Why didn't he do so? Because he said, what I see my father do, that is what I do. I didn't see my father healing this blind person. So I have passed away. That is how ministry is supposed to be. 
Then it's not every issue we handle. Once you go to God in prayer and you're not picking anything about the issue, drop that matter. Don't force yourself. Don't force. When people call you, they have issues. Say, okay, now I will pray about it. If you keep praying about it and you're not picking anything, don't force it. That's it. And yet by force, I'm not God. I'm not God. So don't be troubled about some of these things that um, these people are trying to put pressure on you. And can you all hear me, please? Can you all hear me? Good. Good. So, so for, don't be worried. People will be coming plenty. People will be coming plenty. Yeah? Somebody will give your number to this one. They will call. When they call you, just answer the call. Tell them, okay, you pray about it. Don't let them put pressure on you. When you pray and you are not getting any signal, tell them you are not getting any signal, but you keep praying. If there is anything, you let them know. Don't let them pressure you. Don't let them pressure you. As for the people calling here and there, they will call. So don't be moved by that. But just follow what God says and, and just move on. I don't know if you get that, Edwin. I don't know if you get it. Okay, so Moses, Moses Mensah, Moses Mensah, you can call in and ask your question. God bless you, Vena. God bless you, Vena. All right. Yeah, Azovo. Yeah. Good evening, Hello, Edwin. Please, good evening. Azovo, but you're reading. I mean, so uh, obey the call of God to be in Cape Coast to be a blessing to some of us. Sincerely, I, I really think that you have you really come to help because but through your ministry, God has really helped us. God richly bless you. Okay. Um, please, my question is my question is um, mm-hmm. as a young prophet growing up, can God use negative experiences to train your aptness to hearing Him? Then maybe you pray about it, but like you don't give it much attention. Then maybe the thing happens. Then maybe another experience. Then maybe you don't pray about it. Then the thing happens. Is it possible that God can use that channel to train your aptness? That is my first question. Uh-huh. And then the second question too is um, Is it uh, advisable that as a young prophet growing up, like God is now grooming you, is it advisable that you start watching um, like other senior prophets who are also in the ministry? Okay. Like I think I was starting in is it, is it advisable that you watch? All right. All right. That's a very good question. That's a very question. Thank you. Now, there's what I want to let you understand. Now, Now, the first question, he said, can God use um, some kind of circumstances to, you know, train your aptness and everything? Yeah, sometimes, sometimes, sometimes. It is not all the time. Sometimes, like, um, we were supposed to do something about what God showed us we didn't do, and the thing happened. And God can actually... You know, open your eyes on that and say, you see, because of what you didn't do, you see what has happened. Next time, don't do this. Next time, be at this position. Next time, be at this position. Next time. So God can use that instance to talk to you. But it does not necessarily mean that God was the one that caused the instance. So you have to understand. Now, many people, I was talking to one of my sons and there was an issue that happened some time ago, which was wrong. And 
he was like, is it because so then is it because that God was calling him? Because it was after that incident that God actually let his eyes be opened into the matters of ministry because he was not so much focused on ministry but the moment that thing happened it really struck the guy's heart and he started loving god gradually so he was like is it that god allowed that thing to come so i said no no no, no. don't be saying that god allowed god allowed no you allowed yourself to do these things god just used that as an avenue to to just change your life it is not that God was the one that caused it. You caused it yourself. That is why the Bible says, all things work together for good. All things. That does not mean that that is the exact way that God wanted to use. No, it is not like that. But God can use every evil situation to change your, your perception about things. lesson about something else. But he could have used the right way to give you a lesson. So get that. It does not mean that I allow a mass at the buyer. So also forget that God can use that instance to, you know, um, bring things up in you. And the second question, yeah, it is good. It is good to keep watching some of the um, senior people who have gone ahead in the ministry. But don't let the enemy, because most of the time the enemy will try to use that to whisper into your ears. Most of the times, most of the ears, you see, this, 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 like, you are not operating in this. You think you are a prophet. This, 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 that. There will be so much pressure on people. No, it doesn't. Don't let that. Some of, sometimes I watch these men of God to know the kind of levels that are in the prophetic. Then, oh, okay. So there's a dimension like this that I go to God in prayer. Those times I were not anywhere close, but I kept watching Makandiwa, Yuberenjong, and all those kind of men of God, and they were they were great in like people that inspired my, my prophetic work, I'm telling you, they really inspired my prophetic work, Makandiwa and um, Uberenjo, honestly, honestly, sometimes I would just sit down from 12 a.m. to 7 a.m. watching them, sir. and sometimes they can just prophesy something, he was like, guy, this is serious, yes, Prophet Kofi Danso, Prophet Kofi Danso, Prophet Kofi Danso was a very good friend of one of my fathers, so I, 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 I know him very well, I know him very well, and I used to watch these men of God and something will be moving with me that you can get there, you can get there. It might not be now, but you can get there, you can get there. Then I start praying, I start praying, I start praying. Even though as I keep praying, the thing will not be coming, but I'll still keep praying because I knew that surely one day will be my time with the heart of souls in my heart, with souls in my heart. With souls, not so many in the gym, but some musician come to say, Oh, Munibi. No, the reason why I started working in the anointing so quick and so fast was because I really understood the ministry I say in them from the beginning. No father taught me, and I will explain how my journey began. And most of the things I know and I teach, some of them are angelic things that they, they, they teach me. Some an angel will carry me to a place. Then will show me things. One time I'll maybe some time to come out, share my experience in heaven, and I will make all of us to understand some things about ministry properly so that we will not be moved by this trend, trend, trend thing that is going on. So that we understand the heart of the Lord Jesus. And when we do so, we pray for oil and straightforward it is released. 
it is released and we shall go through higher. So watching these men of God in the faith is good. Sometimes they boost up a certain desire. Paul said, desire spiritual gift. Desire spiritual gift. So we desire spiritual giftings. And this is how desire comes about. Now, you can somebody can just be watching TV and all of a sudden a naked lady will be shown on the TV. Then the person kept on watching, kept on watching, kept on watching, kept on watching. Then something was something was actually building up within the person. Then all of a sudden, this person started, kept watching this thing every day, every day. Then there was this kind of thing building up in the person about desire for women. So it gets to a point, it becomes so strong, so strong. So you see, desire starts not as a desire. It starts as a thought. Then it moves straight from the thought to the realm of desire then you hit a dimension called the burning desire at that point you want to quench it but it doesn't quench that is what causes people to rape others because if people can get to a certain dimension of desire they want to quench it but it's not quenching and they begin to become so desperate that they end up doing things that are wrong so what you see a spiritual gift desire the spiritual gift desire is in stages you keep praying god i need this god for your kingdom's sake lord for your people to be lifted for your people to be trained for your people to go to so that the devil will not have an upper hand over your church so that this then once you are with this with this in your heart keep praying keep praying keep praying desiring that gift surely you begin to walk in that and it will be released so the reason why we watch these men of god who have gone ahead of us is that the desire will, in us will not be quenched because once your desire for the prophetic is quenched you will be so that many people they don't have desire for the prophetic so what is going on what is this what is this it is desire that works everything so once you build up the desire for the prophetic you keep going in prayer going in prayer Paul even said desire spiritual gift because one of the ways to get a spiritual gift is by desire if you don't desire it it will not come it will not come this is why you have to watch some of the fathers in the faith who have gone ahead of us so that you will be you'll be desiring the higher grace in the prophetic and surely god will release it upon you all right all right so um man of god martinson martinson said man of god please i have a question okay you can ask you can ask you can call him you can call him god bless you moses god bless you Martinson. Okay, I think some people typed. When you type in Yana chat never be an affirmative, I could this through too, man. That's why I always want to only to call him. Okay, Osofo, God bless you, you're welcome. Yeah, hello. Yeah, Osofo. Man of God, bless you a lot. I really, really appreciate it. Because I've really learned a lot for the past two days. I really appreciate it. My question is, man of God, um, I don't know how to put it, but how, how, when you were coming up, how did you address the issue of discouragement? I know many a times people have spoken a lot on this subject, especially when it comes to the prophetic ministry. You know, at times you can feel like... Sure. 
you are not called it's like even though there are times you can fully flow through the thing but there are certain times you want to wonder if god has really called you and i know people have explained a lot when it comes to how to deal with discouragement and how to encourage but i want to know do you have any practical examples or practical scenarios you can lay out to us so i would be able to understand all right how all to right really that's a very good question that's a very good question now let me pick it from this point let me pick it from this point now when i was growing up in the things of god i started understanding the matter of ministry early and i got to know that ministry is not a career get that for the first one ministry is not a career ministry is not a job it is a work ministry is not a job it is a work there is a difference between a job and a work job you receive salary but a work you receive reward ministry many like career is like i've gone to school maybe um medical laboratory science so i'm supposed to be a medical laboratory scientist that is my career but that is not how ministry is ministry is a calling when you pick it from that point and understand that it is not men that called you let this be deeply rooted inside you and let me just say this god has called everybody to preach his word so it is just for the word of god to go to the nations of the world that is the reason why we are called giftings are along the line giftings are along the line so the main purpose of our calling is not our gift but giftings are very important so you have to understand that giftings are very very important so get to know this once you understand that ministry god has called me god is the one that has called me and he has given me his grace and he says i should keep on i should keep on praying and that doors will be open there should be nothing that that can like that should intimidate you at times you feel but the thing is we are not basing like our life on what we feel because there are so many times you felt like not praying you felt like not praying you felt so tired but you were supposed to pray so if your your life actually goes around what you feel it will become a big issue in ministry because several times people will make you feel as if you are nothing i'm telling you people will make you feel as if you are nothing Someone said, "Please, which year did you finish reading Medlab?" <laughs> All right, that was 2017. 2017. All right. So you see, myself and Martin said, "Get that, get that. God is the one that has called you, and He is the one that will fulfill whatever He has called to do with you. So don't be moved by what people say. People will do everything to let you feel, but it is not about what we feel." it is about what is deeply rooted in our heart that is why every day <clears throat> look into the scriptures find ways in the day we are making us many of you you have prophesied to that the call of god is upon your life write it down yes namethias when when um, i've finished with this one then you you call him 
Write the, the prophecy down. Write the prophecy down. Anytime you are feeling something different from what you have heard from God, pick the book of prophecy. Remind yourself all the time. No matter what I am feeling, what I feel is not me. No, what I feel is not me. Because that your feeling is trying to create your way of thinking. That your feeling is trying to create a way of thinking inside you. And as a man thinketh in his, in his heart, so is he. So once you allow what you feel to get so much into your mind and into your heart, you begin to think that you are what you are feeling. Then you will start becoming what you feel. Write what God has spoken to you down. Write what, because what people tell you, sometimes people can let you feel that you are, you are a fool. People can make you feel that you are a fool. What they will need crown, what they say, say, say. Once you begin to think like that, that people say I am a fool, gradually you will be admitting the thing inside you. And the moment it becomes something like a foundation in your heart, you will be living like a fool as people already predicted to you. So the thing is, forget. You see, once you are called into ministry or so forth, the Bible said, Jesus called the disciples and said, I am sending you as sheep among wolves. <laughs> sheep. I just said, God is telling you that I am sending you as a mouse in the midst of cats. You know that the greatest enemy of a mouse is the cat. The cat is always looking for the, the, the mouse to eat it. These are the same people that we have been sent into. So ministry is not a joke. And the people, sometimes the, the cats will try to let the mouse feel that he has no God. They will try to let the mouse feel that he is nothing. You go here, a mouse is trying to catch you. You go here, this one is trying to happen, this one is trying to happen. All of, you just feel like there is nothing. You, don't, you just feel like, sometimes uh, even our own fellow men of God, our own brothers and sisters in ministry can let you feel like God has not even called you. I'm telling you, but it is not about what we feel. That is our victory. It is not about what we feel. It is about our faith in God and about our faith in His Word. Hey, God has called us to be prophets, even though we are not seeing anything, even though we are not hearing anything. While some people are prophesying, Emudiji or Mudi, you know, we are not seeing anything. But that does not mean that we have not been called. We keep our feet and our knees on the ground, praying to God. If God is the one that has called me, as I keep doing what He wants me to do, surely in His perfect time, I will manifest that way. God has said, don't worry about how people let you feel. It is not the feeling. It is the faith. It is not the feeling. It is the conviction in your heart. It is not the feeling. So Paul said, for we are persuaded that nothing can separate us from the love of God. He said, not even death nor life. Because maybe your father died. The enemy is trying to tell you here. You call yourself that you are a man of God. Your father was sick. You prayed that it didn't work. You think you are anointed. When you begin to feel that you are not anointed, it is the voice of the enemy. And once it enters into your mind that you are not anointed, you begin to drain yourself away from the anointing. And you see that the anointing will not manifest in your life as it used to. Don't allow what the devil is trying to let you feel be your ultimate goal. It is a camouflage. It is not real. Don't focus on the... It is like a mirage. 
when you are in the car and the sun is scorching, sometimes you are on the coat and you think that it will be down. But as you drive closer, you realize that there is nothing. And you see that the thing has gone ahead again. You go, it is a mirage. That is what the devil does. Don't let it sink into your heart and don't let it be your thinking pattern. Because as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. Don't allow what you feel to focus too much on what God has said. Grab his word. God has called me as a prophet. Nothing can change it. No matter what I am feeling, it is not what I feel is not the word of God. So I go according to the word. All right, God bless you. So for my attention. All right, Namitias, you can call in. You can call it right now. Somebody says somebody asked the question about the difference in word of knowledge and word of wisdom, and the thing related to that. Can you please help us, Prophet? Okay. Once I finish with this um, question, I will answer that. All right, that's all. You are welcome. Thank you. Thank you for the opportunity to have this question. Okay. My question is, please, how do you know the difference between imaginations and visions in prayer as a young minister coming up? And then my second question is, when you have one dream several times, how do you deal with it? For example, uh, someone told me, she always has a dream and then in the dream she's marrying another guy okay. not her beloved but the okay. guy is wearing the beloved's clothes and okay she has been having it several times all right that's a very How good do you question with something now, like let me pick it from this point let me pick it from this point you see there is something about imagination imagination works according to the pattern of your thinking Imagination works. If many of you were with me when we were dealing with um, the mystery of mindset, you would understand what I'm talking about. The mystery of mindset. The way you think about things is in your heart. And that is what you will imagine. If you see a woman to be sex, sex, sex machine, any time you see a woman, you will be imagining sexual things. Now, imagination is actually talking about the the way you think about something then you are getting the pictures of the thing in the eyes of your mind because imagination is the screen of your mind imagination is the screen of your mind where things begin to flow and you begin to see them in the eyes of your mind now there is something called sanctified imagination sanctified imagination and sanctified imagination can happen when a man is transformed by the renewing of his mind about things. It is only in that that God can even pick a man's imagination to bring visions to him. That you look at a woman, you are imagining, you are imagining, you are imagining something all of a sudden. That thing you are imagining is what actually God is speaking. It happens. There is something like that. But until that, your imagination is sanctified. What you are thinking in your heart about a person like that will distort what God wants to show. You get it? So most of the time, if you begin to see something, to say, um, maybe you are praying for somebody, and this person you are praying for, you know the person to be a prostitute. You know the person to be a pro- So like you've had this kind of mentality about the person, mindset about uh, this one, they said that they are sad. It could be that the person has changed. But because of your mindset that has already been developed about the person, sometimes you'll be praying, you'll be praying, you'll be praying, and God will try to show you something in a vision concerning the person. And maybe it will just come 
the person's picture will just come on your eyes. But your imagination can continue with the mindset you have about the person in your heart. And it will look as if God, even though God was the one trying to show you something, but because of the mindset you have about the person in your heart, it will try to. You know, distort what God is trying to show. That is why, as a young prophet, if you are walking in closed vision, every point in time you must pray to God concerning the renewing of your mind. Not all things you are supposed to be watching, because they all create your mindset about things. You get it? Good. And the next question, um, what was the next question? Good. When you begin to get one dream. At end, like, like severally, it is something that you need to really pray about. So tell the lady, the lady that saw, like all the severally, she sees herself marrying another person, not the boyfriend. She should pray against any kind of breakup, or she should pray if the person that she keeps seeing herself marrying, she knows the person physically. She should also pray because if God shows you something in a dream. And you pray about it. Maybe it's something that is about to happen. You pray about it. After two weeks, you saw the same thing again. After three weeks, you saw the same. It means the thing has not been changed in the spirit. Go. It means the thing can either be above your strength. Go and seek the counsel and the the strength of another person that is higher in the faith for the thing to be changed. Yes, still it will be coming in a dream. God is telling you that no, seek a higher dimension of power. You keep seeing a man trying to sleep with you in a dream. Every night it comes. Every you have been praying about it, but still the thing is, the thing keeps coming. It is it is above your strength. Go and seek the hand of a higher person in the faith and let them help you. It means the thing has not changed in the realm of the spirit. So you need to work on that. Good. So so for that is it. Somebody said um, the difference between word of knowledge and word of wisdom. Now I explained this yesterday. Word of knowledge speaks about God showing you something or telling you something. God bless you, Namitiase. Showing you or telling you something about a person's past or present. A person's past or present. So maybe you can be prophesying to somebody. And <clears throat> I remember I was talking to one lady, and God took me. To 1958, by then I was not even born. 1958, and I started seeing something that happened. And in that 1958, the the lady's grandmother did something to a prophetess. She gave a prophetess um a cloth and some money, and the prophetess prayed for her grandmother that because of this good you have done to me, I bless all your children. The women will go into good marriage. They will even marry people that are foreigners. Now it happened in 1958. Now so this is a word of knowledge. And I asked the lady, and she said all her aunties married white people. It, 1958 matter. Even that her grandmother Krampunano, she's dead, and she didn't really see her grandmother for long. She went to ask the the mother, and she said, she even said that the grandmother. Used to sell cloth. This is a word of knowledge. So the word of knowledge goes to a person's past. So somebody, the man of God, can be prophesying to you and be like, thoughts of suicide have come to your mind several times, even last three weeks, and you'll be like, yes, yes, it is true. That is word of knowledge. It is something that you know. 
already that God is actually so most of the time word of knowledge brings what word of knowledge does is that it brings confirmation confirmation so word of knowledge speaks of your past and your present your past and your present word of wisdom speaks of your future so a man of God will meet you and say the Lord is speaking to me that you're going to start something with you there is a strong anointing on your life which you know which speaks of a word of knowledge but the lord said that he's going to open a door for you in the united states of america very soon that one you don't know it is a word of knowledge it speaks of the future so the difference between word of knowledge and word of wisdom is that word of knowledge speaks of it is just to let somebody know that i know you so just pick it from that point word of knowledge i know you and if somebody knows you he will either know your name your telephone number your mother's name something that happened to you way back or something that is going on presently in your life that is word of knowledge to prove that the person knows like not like the person knows but like that god knows you that point it is just a way that god is telling somebody i know you then the word of wisdom speaks of the future and it is that one too is a way that God is telling somebody, I have good plans for you, and these are my plans for you. So word of wisdom speaks of the future, word of knowledge speaks of the present and um the past. Okay, all right. I don't know if you get it. Somebody said, Papa, can you tell us about the angelic realm? Types of angels, how they look like, how they behave, do they have a sense of humor or they are strict, etc. Wow, this thing there, if I want to talk about the angelic realm, it will take time. But let me tell you, angels differ. Angels differ. Now, me, most angels don't have wings. Many of you will get confused with this one. Most angels, most of the angels that have appeared to me in prophetic meetings don't have wings. They look exactly the angels can manifest in different realms, but when they come in meetings like prophetic meetings, they appear like men. They appear like men. Sometimes they are in a white robe, sometimes blue, sometimes um gold, sometimes red. It depends on the assignment they are about to serve, and it depends on the rank they serve under. So you have to understand all these. So if you are waiting for a being that has wings, then you can say this is an angel. You will miss it. Not all angels have wings. In fact, most of them don't have wings. Most of them don't have wings. And some of them, like, I remember sometimes when I was in level 400, I was praying one night and all of a sudden, I saw an angel that appeared before me. The angel was like a krakatoa. There are angels like that. There are angels that look like children. There are angels that are like feminine dimension. When you read the book of Zechariah, it is there. Somebody said, I guess they are really beautiful. Oh, yes. <laughs> it depends on the way you see what beauty is because beauty lies in the eyes of the beholder. <laughs> because Patapas. Um, beloved since Patapa is the most handsome man I've ever seen but you are there saying Patapa is, is <laughs> so utilized in the eyes of the beholder but there are some angels my goodness my lord and my god they have different kinds of hair you get it so level 400 I was praying one night and I saw that an angel entered my room like a small boy small boy and most of the time those angels when you see an angel that is like that kind of small boy they are just telling you something they are they just want to take away 
okay several times in my ministrations when i'm praying for somebody say maybe I, when i meet somebody what am i going to do you say meditate what am i supposed to do today what am i supposed most, most of the time when i look at the person you realize that some of these small small angels will come and they'll be they'll be around the person say like two or three then they'll just be moving in a circular way around the person's head they are just trying to give the person the thought of children they don't think about anything and once they wake up they know my father has money several times and at that moment i was in i was in a serious way i was like praying i was praying to go for a particular thing things were going in my family i was thinking plenty then i saw that this angel appeared small small in a white room when 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 he came close he started smiling then me that i was in a kind of atmosphere of this heaviness in my heart like i started smiling towards the person also my friend apostle just was like prophet is it i said nothing <laughs> because i knew what i was seeing and the angel came to sit close to my bed and audinity told me left shoulder and so then i felt so relieved i said there is nothing wrong with me after some few minutes he went away and that thing disappeared from me There are, there are so many kinds of angels so many kinds there are some angels when they come they don't laugh especially those that are for war they don't laugh they come for assignments there's this one angel I've, i've been talking about that anytime i'm about to go he's the only angel that god releases to me when i'm about to go for to maybe release somebody from the marine he's that kind of angel. that is is that one for the marine when he comes take toll like 17 feet tiktok something you can enter and it like as a dine on the church that we are having the the meeting it you um see in any church dine so cut up so sometimes in the spirit maybe i will be lifted na me me nimi ne nima be boss then you say let's go and sometimes some of these in the way they treat pajama from the color of my shirt or some color you know pajama to say handkerchief i'm telling you the street we entered the clouds we entered the cl- and the moment there's something like entering the clouds i won't talk about that today it is that that's what happens when somebody will be here and say i've entered into the united states of america do you know how it happened there was something called entering the clouds and most of the time it is the angel that moved the person to that point once you, you realize that's a murun kumbina you appear at a different place that is what that is what happens so the angelic yeah the angelic thing is so, is so nice and powerful so nice and powerful i know very soon some of you will get there by the special grace of god somebody said tell us more prophet <laughs> you say oh the angelic realm is so beautiful and and awesome and so, so beautiful and awesome so also there are so many kinds of that's a angels they come they laugh some they come they don't laugh there are some of them when they come when they, when they don't even want to go especially most of the time when i take my keyboard and i just strike one note okay you realize that and some of the angels will come and they will sit some of them too they will stand and lift their hands when i want to stop the worship then they want to cry so most of the time when i take the keyboard i don't maintain i don't sense anything like hunger there are so many kinds of angels and they have assignments that god releases them to do When you see an angel, okay, we'll talk about angels into details. 
there are various kinds of angels, various kinds of angels, and obey an assignment or obey 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 play. There are some angels they are teaching angels and I've encountered about four of them. My goodness, some of them have deep knowledge. I'm telling you, some of them have, have deep knowledge. Some of them too, they don't know. Some of them too don't know anything. Most of the times, angels speak knowledge about Christ from the church. Most of the times. But there's some angels, they know about Christ than even a particular church. There's some angels. How close you are to God's throne determines the things you know and understand about Him. Not all angels are so close to the throne, no. So if you are looking for some beings that understand deeper things about God, cherubim and seraphim, those ones, God doesn't release them for fun. They are not released. They are not released. So if you are seeing a cherubim, you will see them on the throne of God, close to the throne, around the throne. You don't see them moving around. It doesn't happen. So you have to understand some of these things. Positions and the realms of angels and the things they do. All these angels that appear to us in prophetic meetings to tell us about people and all those things, they are just, they appear as human beings. Because angels do have um, various realms of manifestation. An angel can appear to you. Now understand this. Angels were made according to the four elements. According to the four elements. Those that Angels that were made like fire. And the normal circumstance, God called all angels out of fire. But some of them have different elements within them based on the assignments they are supposed to serve. There are angels God has released to, to guard the earth. Those kind of ones, they are earthy. They can appear like a man. There are angels that don't work in the affairs of the earth. They only work in the sun. They work in the moon. Those ones, you are not supposed to be seeing them. Because if an angel that is in the sun is appearing to somebody on the earth, the person might die. Because the angel will be appearing in the glory of the sun. You can't stand it. We are bokra under normal circumstances. Look at how you feel. And an angel appearing to you in the glory like that, you will die. This is how some of the angels appeared to Daniel and he fell down. The angel appeared in a certain dimension of glory. He fell straight. Pump. And the angel touched me and said, get up. And he said, strength entered me. So you have to understand some of Angels have different ways of appearing. They can appear in different kind of glories. So they can appear like a man. Then we can, our spirit as prophets can relate with them in the prophetic meeting. But when they appear in a, a different dimension, it is because of the assignment they are coming to serve that causes them to appear in that kind of realm. So understand Angels can appear like fire based on the elementals that they are supposed to work under. There are angels that were made that have their assignments in fire. Those ones, when they are appearing <laughs> and they want to appear in their glory, it is dangerous. It is dangerous. So you have to understand all these things. But they choose to, there are some of them, that, especially the prophetic angels that work under angel Gabriel. The prophetic angels work under angel Gabriel. There is a section, a department under Gabriel. When we say Gabriel, Gabriel is not just one being. Many of you always miss it. Gabriel. Gabriel is not just one being, like one archangel. Gabriel is a troop. Gabriel, when you say Gabriel, it is like you have said Ghana. Ghana is not one person. 
So there are so many angels that work under Gabriel. They are also called Gabriel. Michael is not just one, one archangel. Even though there is one archangel that rules above all them, who is called that Michael, but his territory is also called Michael. So all those angels that serve under them are Michaels. So even if you go to the dark world, there are some of the angels that, are, that were part of Archangel Michael, whom the devil picked away, who are fallen angels. So when you go to the dark world, there are Michaels there. They can appear to you and they say, I am Angel Michael. And they are not lying. They are not lying because they came from the um, the department, or let me say, the section of Archangel Michael. You have to understand all these as you you just miss a lot. You want to hear Michael? Think it's only one Archangel pair? No, 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 no. Michael is a group, is a troop. Gabriel is a troop, even though there is an Archangel over all of them, but they are all those that serve under them are also called Michael. Those under them are also called Gabriel. So you have to understand some of these things and, and it will help all of us. I'll, I'll especially get one time and talk on angels. It will be another moment of awesomeness. I'll get, I'll get my time. Somebody said, please, how can I see my own angel? Just keep praying to God. Keep praying to God. When it is in your books for you to see, keep praying. God's time will bring you close to that. There are many people, they will not see angels. Never. They will be hearing them. They will sense them. They will understand how the angels communicate. So the fact that you are not seeing them does not mean they are not with you. Beyond how the sense is related with angelic beings and things in the realm of the spirit. Someone said, it's like mine is on strike. <laughs> you see, I said this yesterday about guardian angels. If you are looking for angelic bees, guardian angels. Once you begin to do things outside your destiny, they begin to draw themselves away. I'm telling you. So there are some people whose guardian angels are so far, 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 far from them. But once you begin to do things according to your because they came purposely for you to fulfill, they are the ones that caused your mother to give birth to you. Sometimes, then, when you are looking for high occultic workings about a child that is about to be born, they release it against those guardian angels. But nine months, and still you look into the realm of the spirit and there's an angelic being trying to fight the guardian angel of that child and sometimes this battle can go on just because of the child because it is when the, when your guardian angel touches the amniotic fluid of your mother then in then it means you are about to come forth when your guardian angel is hijacked betting out becomes a bit difficult Someone said, Papa, please, are, angel, are the angels black or white? Both. 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 They are black ones. They are ones that are fair. Yeah. Most of the black ones are warriors. Most of the black ones are warriors. That does not mean that all the angels that are warriors are blacks. No. Some of them, 
when you see their hair alone, or three me alone, a dimigu and a kata. But when these angels are in their room and they see man, they feel so happy. Somebody is so relieving to hear they are from Ghana. Hey, they are not blacks as black people, though. I'm talking about their complexion. <laughs> All right. All right. Somebody say, Papa, I'm told a lot of prophets by a lot of prophets that the calling is upon my life and I have the gift of healing. Please, how do I start? None of God. All right. I'm going to specially get a time to talk about everybody's calling. And really explain as the Holy Ghost gives me the utterance. This is a special thing I want to do for all of us. I will explain how your calling is supposed to be and how to go about it. Alright, so I'll do that. Um, Purple, Purple want to ask a question. Okay, you can call it. You can call it right now. Elizabeth, you can call it right now. Somebody who said, Somebody said, Papa, you are not reading my message. I'm can please try and um, retype your message for me because chat now does not tell the family. So, all right, so try and do that for me. All right, hello, people. Hello. hello, good evening. How are you? Good evening, sir. I'm doing good by God's grace. Okay, you way. can ask your question. Yeah, um, mm -hmm. my question okay. is um, is about dreams um, I wanted to ask I wanted to know what it means to be having a recap of um, uh, how do I say a recap of your okay. old dreams it's like they don't come as dreams as you are sleeping and then you are dreaming it, again but then it keeps coming you, back to you your are mind awake and then it keeps coming all the dreams okay. you Exactly. I don't know if it comes because you have to pray about right. them again or all right, all right, all right. all right. That's a good question. Now, some of these things don't just come for fun. They come because there is something you are supposed to do about them. So once they come and you know that the dream was good or negative, just pray about it. Just pray about it because dreams don't. There are some some of you you have had dreams about 15 years ago and you still recall it. The moment something clicks your mind, the whole dream comes back to your mind again. Pray about it very well and just leave it in the hands of God in prayer all the time. If there is anything God wants to speak to you concerning that again, He will let you know. All right, I don't know if you get my point. You need to work on it in prayer. All right. Clint said, so what is the secret of seeing secret word? What is the secret of seeing? Secret word of knowledge and wisdom about a person and how to activate it. Can you help me please? What is the secret of seeing? I don't know if I'm getting the question well. Word of knowledge and wisdom about a person. Now, this is a gift. This is a gift. And we grow in the giftings. Now, if God has called you, I want to give, I want to give this um, practical assignment. If God has called you and you want to be a blessing to people in the prophetic, pray much in the night. 
pray much in the night. Write the names of the people that you want to pray for. Maybe one night you are praying for three people. Write their names. Then pick them one by one. Maybe from 12 to 1, I am praying for Emmanuela. With your eyes closed. Then you start praying. Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Hello? Can you all hear me, please? Can you all hear me now? Can you hear me? Alright, alright. Sorry, the network was misbehaving a bit. Alright. So, Clint, that is what I want you to know. Um, to grow in the word of knowledge and the word of wisdom, it is a gift. Desire that gift in prayer. In prayer. Just keep praying. Just keep praying. Now, this is one of the ways that will help you. This is a practical way I'm showing everybody. If you want to grow in the seeing of things or hearing of things, of things or sensing of things about people, pray for people. And one of the ways, one of the ways to do that is that pray at night a lot pray at night a lot maybe one night you can say that i'm praying for um this person i'm praying for three people you write their names from 12 to 1 you pick one person and you begin to pray for the person and then god can start giving you thoughts about the person god can start revealing things to you by seeing or hearing and all those stuff god can just do those things so if you don't pray for people it will be very difficult to pick things about people because you don't expect to meet somebody just today and straightforward if you have not grown yourself in picking issues about people then you begin to get things about them it doesn't not really work like that so start praying for people when they are not even aware and pray for them keep praying for them and when god releases, reveals things to you let you can let them know or pray about it for them that is what we how we grow I used to do this a lot. I'll write people's names on paper, especially my family, and I'll be praying for them. Sometimes 1 a.m. I'll be on Casford Field praying. 
and I started picking things about my own family members. You see, if you don't take care, your anointing cannot bless your family. If you don't take care. Because the family people will still relate with you as my younger brother, my younger sister, my younger this, my younger this. If you don't take care, the anointing will not be... You realize that people outside are being blessed by your oil, but your family is still struggling. Because they don't see you and they don't honor you like that. So you have to intentionally pray concerning them for God to bring you things so that you just work on that for them. So I used to do that a lot. I used to pray for people at night without their own awareness, without them telling me, pray for me, man of God. And I used to see things, I used to hear things concerning them. And this kept like growing inside me how to pick things about people. It comes like thoughts. It comes like small, small pictures. It comes like all those kind of things. And I'll, I'll still be in prayer. You get it. I remember I just one of my sisters was about to get married and I was praying. She was, I think she had like two months to get married also. And I was praying on um, on Casford Field and it was her turn. I was praying for her. All of a sudden I saw something like um, a drug. And this drug was like paracetamol that she was taking. That she took the drug and the next vision I saw, she still had her hand on her head. And the, what the Holy Ghost told me was that we need to pray for her. If not, there's something going on. She's having this headache. But if she takes in drugs, the thing will keep increasing. She will tell her not to take the drugs again. The next morning, I called her and said, I saw something that you were taking paracetamol. But the more you take the paracetamol, the more that she said, hey, it is exactly what I'm... Yesterday, I was not feeling well. I wanted to take this. And I, the, more, the more I keep taking in the drug, the more the thing keeps coming. Yeah, it has been happening for like four days now. I said, stop taking the drug. She stopped and within two days, she was free. You see? So if you start praying for people, you start getting things about them. This is what will let your senses be sharpened. You can see somebody outside and because you have already built up yourself in picking things about people secretly, you can just pick things about the person straightforward and you begin to tell them. So um, just... Keep doing this. This is a practical apple I've given all of you. And I know that through that, God is going to be a, a great blessing to some of you. All right. All right. All right. So, Mr. Papa, please, how did you move from being a dreamer to seeing vision? Um, I would say it's just by prayer. And um, through worship, I'm myself, I'm this worship type. I love to worship. I love to worship. And let me tell you something. If you want to see visions the more, about 18 hours of the day, let your eyes be closed. Many of you won't understand my point. About the, the days are just the one day is 24 hours. About 18 hours of a day, close your eyes. I'm telling you. Because God will start revealing things to you in a closed vision before opening. If you are, your eyes are open wide and you want to see visions again, it will not happen like that straightforward. Close your eyes and be praying in tongues the more. You realize that things are coming gradually. You, you see a picture you don't understand. You see this you don't understand. But keep praying, keep praying, keep praying. As you keep praying, the eyes will start opening gradually. The eyes will start opening gradually. The eyes will start opening gradually. It will not start when you be when you are seeing no anything like there's nothing like that in God's kingdom. It's a lie. Don't buy in for those things. Eyes open gradually. Eyes open gradually.
to understand these things and it does not take 50 years for your eyes to be open the more you spend time with the holy ghost the faster your eyes open the more you spend time with the holy ghost the faster your eyes open so spend much time in the secret place with the holy ghost praying in tongues the more with your eyes closed in a preparation for serious within three years now we are building some higher dimension of spiritual visions no who near my deep business one morning and basa basa on far home near the day so and they are print seven years turning a new year new baby and all of the back you know as a man of god for your eyes to open, you need to take 30 years there's nothing like that go and hide close your eyes more of the times because once you open your eyes, and they are trying to gain access into your mind and your heart. It will choke what God wants to reveal. Hide somewhere that nobody is. Close your eyes the more and keep praying in tongues. This is just the secret. If you like, do more. If you pray in tongues more of the hours in the day with your eyes closed, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, if you are called as a seer, gradually you start seeing things opening up and i'm also showing you this secret once you wake up from bed make sure you don't get up from the bed like that no 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 a prophetic person does not do that once you wake up from when you don't quickly jump up wait on that bed with your eyes closed Wait on that bed with your eyes closed and just be praying within yourself. Sometimes, even if it is a dream that will also in fear, it will come to you instantly. After that, get much time all again. Get that much time again. Because I said this one, I'm going to go practical. I hope I'm gonna try what I'm showing you. It will look it will look like magic. Because this is what I've been through and I'm training. I'm not just teaching. I'm training you in a way I have walked in. Do this and it will help some. I'm telling you, it will help you. When you wake up from bed, don't quickly jump up. Relax. There was a friend of mine. There's a friend of mine in, in the U.S. And she, the piano, that man of God, that how would you like recall all your dreams so i told her if you are supposed to be at work at 6 a.m wake up at 4 30 a.m make sure you you relax on the bed pray within yourself for the mercy of god and recall your dreams so said by five o'clock 5 10 you have recalled the dream then you go and take your bath and you pray about the dream you go and take on you call a man of god and he will work on it for you and as prophetic people after you have recalled your dream don't get up again because in the period where most of the times grandpa when you wake up from bed and you are still lying on the bed praying in tongues small small and all those things you realize that you start seeing things because at that point your soul has not really been translated 100% into your consciousness physically you still have a touch with the spirit realm you can easily pick things about people I'm telling you this gospel truth this is a spiritual truth 
Otu any film password and sorry gidi 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 npm no relax on the bed just be speaking in tongues gradually small small shalala man and money and voicing it out too much just small 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 whispering it within yourself you realize that almost all over so bump and work will be like will be picture when you so you don't understand then you realize that the thing will come again you realize that this will come again you are getting if when when you wake up from bed instantly you know your soul has not 100% come back to the full consciousness there is still a part of your soul lingering in the realm of the spirit it can move it can pick things it can pick things from the realm of the spirit it has happened to me several times several times i was talking to one of my apostle friends and his wife is pregnant and one night i prayed when i woke up from bed I didn't just get up. I was just on the bed praying gradually within myself. Then instantly there was a trance. I saw myself. Instantly there was a trance. I saw myself. I saw myself standing at a place and I saw that my apostle friend and his wife. And immediately there was a child. There was a child that was moving in the wind. Like there was a whirlwind moving around and the child was in the whirlwind. And the child was having plenty hair. But I looked close to my friend and I saw that the right side of my friend's head there was no hair then all of a sudden i just heard something in my spirit that it looked like it was in the voice of my friend the apostle friend he said i've given my hair to my daughter then the moment i came out of the trance i had a call it was it was my friend within 3 seconds my friend was calling i asked him the call and he said what is the lord saying i said hey man of you look as if you knew something and i said to myself i just had a trance about you and the trance I had about you, I saw that like there was a whirlwind that was moving. I saw a child in the whirlwind with plenty hair. And I just heard a voice in your voice saying, I've given my hair to the child. Then he said, hey, that is something that happened just yesterday. I was with my wife and I was using my hand to rub her belly. And my mother told me that, then he said no then i give an ordinance at 20 right side of me he said i give her to my child so that is what so that the exact word he he was speaking to the wife yesterday is what i picked in the morning in a trance you see how things work so some of these things keep happening god can show you things that will blow your mind i'm telling you you can be caught up in a trance and god will give you deeper things deeper things you get it so just i'm teaching you some way some of these our fathers will not teach us they think you are praying now but then your eyes you open it does not work like that we grow in small small things and then you are and we need to understand some of these things gradually and then some of you because you have not seen an angel you think the things you are seeing who told you when you cherish the small small things you are seeing it will be the same key that will open the bigger doors for you <clears throat> i'm telling you someone said please are you married prophet <laughs> That one we will talk about it later. <laughs> God bless you, Clint. We'll talk about that one later. Because the way some ladies are ready here. If I say no, they will start chasing me. I beg, I'm engaged. I'm engaged. If you don't want my beloved to kill you, 
try and move around. Alright. I'm engaged. I'm engaged. I beg you. Even if you see me in your dream telling you I love you, it, it is not me. I will never do that. <laughs> I'm engaged and I'll marry very soon. I'm engaged and I'll marry very soon. So maybe if you are thinking of the man of God is so nice, I want to be with him. Change your mind right now. And yes, I remember my son is God have mercy on you, Sky. I'm engaged. So if you are thinking of dating me, change. And yes, I'm a I waboka. You are thinking of I mean, grandpa. You sponsor my marriage, cry. You don't know. All right. So God bless you. God bless you. Let me just take one question. Somebody said, "Hey, please relax." Oh, I'm relaxed. I'm so relaxed. <laughs> All right. Okay. Somebody said, "Man of God, I saw an angel sometime in my dream. He is fair." A slim face with some black hair and wings. He held my hands from a place to another place. His skin is yellow in color, like the Asians. Yeah, there are some. You can. There are so many kinds of ways that angels manifest themselves. There are so many ways angels manifest. You can see an angel. Some some of them don't will not appear. Let me tell you this: not angels appear in the form of human beings. So get that. There are some angels. They, are, they can appear like lions. They can appear like a tree, but they are angels. You have to understand these things. And yes, you can see a tree talking and you think it is a demon, but it could be an angel of the Lord. You have to understand all these things. You have to understand all these things. All right. Somebody said, Man of God, please, I have been having a specific dream for a long time now. I've been seeing myself flying, but without wings. Please, what can it mean? All right. There are so many meanings to this one. Now, it could mean that God is about to lift you. God is about to lift you. Then you, you spend time in prayer about it. It could also mean that God is making you a leader where you'll be lifted above all normal people. You'll be lifted above all normal people so you can train them. It could mean that way. It could mean that God is about to lift you in a specific something, like God is about to lift you in one specific thing. It could mean that. It can also mean a dimension of the prophetic. It can mean so many things. Even in the dark world, right, it can mean something else. It can mean something else. So pray about it very well and tell God that wherever he wants to lift you to, he should open the way for you. All right, somebody says, Sir, please, I had a dream. And in the dream, a roll call was taken and I was number 24. What does it mean prophetically? Now, you have to understand, dreams are not just... Um, you just see the dream and you have to understand the sect. Like this, you know, I don't know how to put it. Sometimes, eh, just something that happened in the dream is the source of its entire interpretation. Sometimes. Because sometimes eh, you can see yourself at the club, but you'll be crying. And the tears you'll be shedding will be like somebody is dead, but you're at the club. Exactly. So the setting of the dream can actually tell you something. Because the number 24 can mean so many things, even in the kingdom of God and in the kingdom of darkness. And in the spirit world at large. But the setting, the setting of 
the dream and some voices you heard and the kind of people that were around can key in into the interpretation of the dream you get it so it's not just that um i was number two. so the kind the thing is who was giving the roll call and which kind of people were you among which kind of people was among who was giving the roll call you have to understand some of these things so that you know it can actually key into something because the number 24 speaks of a lot it speaks of double governmental position you have to understand that said it looked like we were in a classroom now get this was the classroom uh, did you see people that was the classroom a place that or maybe um you have been before maybe you were in SHS uniform junior high school uniform were you with some friends um relating with them as if they were your past people maybe they can be that some of your university mates currently can still be in that time some of those things said it looks like a university are you in the university we talk about dreams and interpretations at another time because if i try to go into this one many people will bring their dreams okay okay i said i just um i just got a notification that um every live session is, to, is supposed to take 120 minutes and that is three hours so i have two minutes for um this session to end i have two minutes for this session to end said i was in the university okay okay so please um i don't know but my goodness let me see if this thing cuts i will try if i can start again for just 15 to um, 20 minutes if it doesn't come again then it means that we will not be able to join again but i pray god willing tomorrow god willing tomorrow evening we will still be here god willing tomorrow day i will get my time and lunch as deep into some spiritual matters i will open our eyes but because most of the questions that are coming are simple 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 i want deeper questions and i'm going to take us into very deep dimensions of the spirit realm so the lord keep us strong and bless us all just can i know the days you are available all right don't worry um most of the times when you send me a text on whatsapp i will reply but if you call straight forward i might not answer if you call straight forward i might not answer so please if you want to support with any seed the number is 0240 3125510240312551 note that one of the ways to also activate a grace on your life is to sow into the life of somebody that has that grace you are looking for So when this thing, this live cast I will try if I can come live again if it doesn't come again then it means that um we are going to meet tomorrow afternoon 12 to 1 p.m. for lunch prayer fire and um evening 7 p.m. to okay to anywhere